Good evening. Man, it's good to see a full house today. I think we'll put, we're going to move the awards to the end of the program. So we <laughs> so, so we have a captive audience. It's good to see everyone. Uh, great day for the county. Thank you for coming to what's uh, our regular meeting. We have two meetings a month. This is the, the first Tuesday meeting. We also meet the third Thursday at 5 o'clock. So you're welcome to participate in those or watch us as we are live stream. So we're glad to have you. Good to see so many familiar faces. And we always like it, Grandma says, when company comes. So it's good to have company in the house today. Mr. Brown, has our meeting been properly advertised? Thank you, sir. It's good to know that. Now, I don't see Pastor Hayes. Is there anyone from the Ministerial Alliance here to do the invocation for us? Before I default to our, not default, I'm going to yield <laughs> to our Assistant County Administrator, Mr. Joe Mosley. Will you please stand for the invocation and the pledge, please? Let us pray. Father God, we are so grateful for your bountiful blessings that you bestow upon us on a daily basis. We thank you for the rain as well as the sunshine. And Father God, we pause and ask that you would come and be with this deliberative body as they discuss business of this community. We pray to Father that harmony would prevail. We pray for all the recipients tonight that they would, uh, Father God, this will motivate them to keep on moving forward and keep on doing uh, great things. This we thank you for in the precious, pointed, and powerful name of Jesus the Christ. Amen. Amen. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, sir. Mr. Chairman, um, my, my brother Ricky out there, he could have handled the prayer for me. He could have done it for us. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, I got sir. him next time. I got yes, him next sir. time. I so, Ricky, Ricky, you don't notice <laughs> We happy to. All right. <laughs> so you're running, running him away. Yeah. Oh, okay. We happen to have in our audience several uh, award recipients on various levels. Uh, first level is sports. If you keep up with the Liberty County sports, when I say that, I mean countywide. That means whether it's LCRD, whether it's uh, the Liberty County school system, or whether it's first prep, we have several uh, champions of recent. Of course, we have becoming a, a community of champions, Sheriff, we're a community of champions, so we want to promote and recognize those persons who have done well in our community. We can't do them all, but we can do the, those who are the state champs, at least. We, certainly, we uh, celebrate and congratulate every participant uh, at our workshop uh, this past week uh, on recreation, and they said that every county should make recreation a priority. So we want to certainly make sure it's a priority in, in Liberty County. So we appreciate you uh, for participating. Appreciate your parents for supporting your children at LCRD, and uh, you know teaches a lot of things, teamwork, taking instructions, discipline. All those things are very important. That will be great um, assets to your child as your child matures in life. So we're proud today to set aside this time to uh, make some recognition when it comes to sports. We also have some opera grants. We have some people who have uh, uh, applied for some assistance from the county through special funds that have been given us, and we want to make those uh, awards today too. So commissioners, we're going to go down and do the sports first, and we're going to stay down for the opera grants. So let's go down now and, and greet our guests. And Mr. Brown is going to help us out with that. Yes, sir. The uh, Assistant Director of Recreation, Mr. Ricky Gilliard, is uh, going to join us. Yeah. And he'll actually call those people forward. <laughs> uh, we, we had five kids and we won six state championships in the track and field.
got a lot of kids that's out of town. We got one kid, he won two, but he's playing baseball tonight. We get ready for all-star baseball. But we have one winner, 12-year-old, Ajay Richardson. He won the 1600. Brother right here, he didn't win uh, first, but he, he did get some medals and ribbons at the state. Stand up, Breon, we proud of him. <laughs> a lot of kids that are out of town on vacation either playing baseball or softball tonight for practice games. Go ahead, Ajay. 1,600? Never 12-4. <laughs> But I didn't get the rest of them, didn't I? All right, ready? One, two, three. Mr. Chairman, the, uh, the next grouper is a school that uh, kind of is a repeat offender um, to, to the state championship in the soccer realm. Um, this time I'll call uh, legendary coach Tom Sucre and Tana to come up here and call out those names. Most of my players in the church camp right now. So 
so I'm so sorry. <laughs> I got sick of it. People I just handled it. So uh, I have Hunter. Next one will be Arion Whitehead. Is it the bottom? <laughs> Who said that? Um, I'm, are you starting back over at the top?
Mr. Chairman, as you mentioned, um, the county was uh, applied for and was recipient of a American Rescue Plan Act grant that were some uh, subsidiary funds from the federal government to help uh, small business and nonprofits during the economic downturn from uh, COVID-19. So uh, these were the successful businesses and nonprofits that qualified uh, for some of those funds. Uh, the first one we'd like to recognize if they're here is Fran's Home Daycare. Actually, we've got, uh, we, we have a photo shoot and a real thing, so you can carry the real thing with you tonight, too. Uh, the second one is uh, Little Angels Child Care. Are they here? Uh, the next one is Megan Family Daycare. Uh, the next one is Salon Eloquence. The next one is uh, VIP promotional products. The next one is Voice for Vets. Good 
Yeah, we're, 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 we're good. These are the nonprofit organizations. Um, I don't know, is anybody here from Tri-County Protective Agency? You are. Next one, Mr. Chairman, is Hinesville Area Art Council. <laughs> While she's there, Liberty County CVB. Our next one is JC Vision. And last but not least, Another Chance Outreach Ministries. That's it. The la I think the last thing I'd, I'd like to say on behalf of the committee that, that, um, that looked at these and the commissioners approved is that uh, these are the businesses and nonprofits that endured. Um, but they made it through the storm, they weathered the loss, and, and they continue to function for the community. So they're to be congratulated.
Commissioner. <laughs> Don't have you. All right. On account of since they won two championships on the count of two. One, two, three, uh, two. One, two, smile. Gotcha. Mr. Stevens, look at me. All right. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> The um, minutes from month of May, May 3rd, May 10th, and May 19th would require our approval. We've had time to review those. Chairman, I make a motion that we accept the minutes as presented. Second. Motion is second. We accept the minutes from the month of May, specifically May 3rd, 10th, and 19th. Any further discussion? There be none. All in favor, raise your right hand, please. All right, thank you. The minutes are approved. Public hearing. Chairman, will you entertain a motion to go in public hearing? I will, sir. Kim, you ready? All right. Motion will go into public hearing. Second. That's our budget. Uh, any further discussion? All in favor, raise your right hands, please. All right. Okay. Those of you in the audience, if you're not a part of the county staff, we've been working on the budget. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> a lot of work's been done. A few months. <clears throat> a lot of work's been done. And uh, this is the first budget presentation to the young public. Um, and Ms. From this point on, it'll be available in the office here in case someone wants to peruse it further. 
Um, it's also online. It's also um, online. It is uh, under on our website under finance. The proposed budget's there too, so that you can look at look at it at home. Okay, the process has has been pretty much that you know we hear from our department heads and they bring their um, I don't want to call it the list of necessities. <laughs> And we we threw those because you know we only you, you know uh, we only have so uh, much income, so uh, the funds uh, aren't where we can uh, afford everything that's asked for. So we go through those things and try to prioritize as much as we can. Uh, some things that we will give tentative approval to, some things are delayed, and some things, of course, based on the digest when the digest comes out. So it's it's a little bit of a convoluted process, but it's, it's worked for us in the past and it'll work for us again. But I just want you to know that a lot of um, red ink has been, has been on some of these requests, not because we don't want to uh, answer the requests of the county departments, but because we know on our side <coughs> what limited funds that we have. Uh, so we have to make sure that we have a balanced budget. So here's our first uh, presentation to the public and what it looks like from this angle. Yes, sir. All right. So I've, I've summarized as best I can in about 13 different slides for you to see um, the budget request and the changes from our current year to what we're proposing for next year. So the original request came in at 58.5 million and we made about $10.4 million worth of cuts to those requests and we have a proposed fiscal year 2023 general fund budget of $48,125,227. And I'll share with you what some of that entails. <clears throat> so just for a comparative view, our current budget that we're in right now, fiscal year 2022, <clears throat> is $42.5 We're going to go up to $48.1 an increase of about $5.59 The 13% increase, pretty significant. So here's a summary of our revenues, and we've broken them down by category object code as the uh, Uniform Chart of Accounts classifies them. And you can kind of see um, some ups and downs, um, but for the most part, your, your general property tax, which is all of your ad valorem taxes, um, is the largest revenue line item and that's proposed to go up about 10%. Of course, we don't know what the digest will do, but that's what your budget <clears throat> requires at this time. Just to give you a pictorial of that, to try and emphasize the significance of ad valorem taxes, and that, that covers everything, your property tax, your personal property tax, your motor vehicle tax, your TAVT, your intangible recordings, your real estate tax, all of those that the millage rate touches are considered your general property taxes. They make up about 60% of your total revenues. Um, this year, charges for services jumped up to number two. In the past, it's always been um, sales and use tax, but because we added the uh, EMS operations for those ambulance fees, now your charges for services kind of exceeded that. But you can see your four largest ones are property tax, charges for service, sales and use tax, which is your local option sales tax, and your fines and forfeitures. 
Um, to put those four together, you can kind of see what they've done over the past 10 years. Um, and here is your ad valorem taxes. You can see how they've grown. This is your local option sales tax uh, in the blue. And you can see that's growing. Um, your charges for service is the orange or yellow. And then your fines and forfeitures, you can see what those have done over the past several years. Um, your, your expenditures, uh, of course, salaries and benefits are always going to be your largest expenditures. Um, your human capital is your most valuable asset, your working asset, so you would expect that. Um, this year, it's about an 18.6% increase in salary and wages, and that's a combination of several things. Um, this is the first year, 2023 will be the first full year of budgeting for the EMS operations, which has more than 50 employees. This is also the first year that you're going to have the full force of what we've stood up for the countywide fire. Um, in the past two years, we've brought on 18 people, or 18 individuals, but we've staggered them. And this past year, we brought on 18 more, and we've staggered them. So this will be the year where you have all 36 employees budgeted for a whole year. Um, and then you've also got uh, in there, you've got proposed uh, merit for half a year. You've got a COLA, your longevity, and then we also have some new personnel requests, which uh, we'll identify for you in a minute. Uh, but collectively, you'll see it's a 13% increase. If you take that same budget, and you break it down by function. Public safety makes up about 50% of our general fund budget. That's pretty significant. Um, general government is about 24%, to actually 21%. Last year it was about 24. And you can see, I gave you prior years so that you could see how they've grown. Public safety did make up 44%, now it makes up 50%. So when public safety eats up more of that budget, the other departments or the other classifications shrink. But it's important to know that public safety is the largest area of your budget. So citizens should actually feel pretty good about that. That's fire. Um, That's fire, EMS, EMS, law enforcement, emergency management, coroner. Um, so yeah, those are your okay. heavy hitter. And when I say law enforcement, that includes, of course, the jail as well. Okay. Just wanted to clarify. Mm -hmm. um, take that same ball of wax and you cut it another way. You can look at your mandated services versus your essential <coughs> services versus your discretionary services. And you'll see that mandated services are about 54% of your budget. This is the services that you are required by law to provide all of your courts. Um, I'll show you what those are in just a minute. In your essential services, which has grown. Um, this has grown because of adding EMS, because of adding a full-time fire operation. There's like a delay in this. Um, okay. Oh, you're doing it. <laughs> okay. Um, so these are some of your mandated services, of course, that you're required by law 
um, to provide for, for the taxpayers. And then your essential services. You'll see here, fire and EMS are not mandated services, but this county made a commitment some years ago. Um, golly, I can't remember now how even long ago it was when we started the first little fire station in Gum Branch, and then you made a commitment over the next several years to providing countywide fire services. And now we're, we've grown to the point where we're about to embark on an even larger fire station. Um, of course, the EMS operation we took over from the hospital this year, that's a pretty significant operation in and of itself. Um, but it's interesting to know that those are not mandated, but certainly <clears throat> citizens would, would come to um, expect those type of services. And then, of course, your discretionary, which is very little, um, senior citizen, chamber of Commer commerce, youth program, your school resource officer. And some might even argue that that's not discretionary, that that's essential. So those are um, difference of opinions, I guess, as to what's essential and what's discretionary. So in this budget, um, your proposed additional personnel and benefits. Um, there's about 134,000 for um, the general government area, and you can see as we go on down the line, again, your public safety is about 889,000 um, for personnel, uh, new personnel requests. Um, COLA merit and longevity is almost 1.5 million. Total new salary and benefits, almost $2.6 million. And then your capital items, um, not very much, 612,000. I think this is where you really hit it when you took the red in, or the red pin <laughs> to things. Um, and I will also tell you that these items are all um, proposed to be covered by fund balance. So in your budget, when you go and you look at other financing uses, when you see a negative amount, that means there's some fund balance in there being used. So that's that very last <coughs> category. Can't go back, so. Go back one more. And again. And one more. So you see down there under other financing uses, that amount right there is the net effect of um, some operational transfers and then use of fund balance. So together, it nets to a negative 854. You're actually identifying to use about $1.6 million of fund balance, um, a million dollars for the one-time payment to shore up any potential shortfall in the pension. If we get that again, we've had it for the last three years, we've budgeted a million, but if we do get that from the actuarial report, that will be covered by the use of fund balance, as it was this year. Go forward. Okay. Um, issues to consider. Uh, we will continue to fill our obligation for countywide fire services as we continue to <clears throat> build the new fire station, um, complete the transition of EMS operations to the county. For the most part, we are mostly done. There's still some licensing things that have to be done, but um, We've been running it. It's been, been going well. Um, we'll continue to monitor the general fund revenues. And we'll consider the use of, of the American Rescue Plans. And you've been provided with a detailed list of some of those capital items that we believe the ARPA funds will cover. Um, we've also shifted some of those capital requests 
to sales tax six and sales tax seven, and also any savings that we might have in this year's budget. So those are broken down for you in detail that you have. Um, consider the digest growth, real versus assessed. Um, everybody's gotten their assessment notices. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All righty then. Um, nobody likes to talk about taxes. Um, keeping that reassessed growth is one way that you're able to fund a continuing growing operation as we have. Um, we continue to grow. The services continue to increase. Um, the cost of those services continue to increase. So when you get the digest, you're going to have to make the decision um, what you're going to do with the millage rate. If you're going to keep the reassessed growth, if, you, if that's even going to be enough to cover what you've budgeted. Um, that is one disadvantage we have with our fiscal year is that we don't get to see the digest before we adopt our budget. And that's why when you adopt your budget, you preface it by saying, this is based on the best estimates that we have. And once we get the digest, if revisions need to be made, we'll do it at that time. So you'll be able to take into consideration what you want your budget to do versus what the millage rate needs to be. And we'll go into those discussions like we have for years. Mm -hmm. um, and again, further revisions might be needed. Last one. Um, you're going to continue to um, adhere to the budget policy. We'll continue to monitor that for you and bring those monthly reports to you to let you know where departments are. Um, we always pursue cost reduction initiatives. We we don't, Mr. Brown's departments don't pay overtime. Um, we eliminate travel unless it's absolutely needed. Um, and we adhere to the fund balance policy, which has really saved y'all because you have a very good, strong fund balance. And your fund balance says that you'll maintain three to seven months worth of operational reserves in your undesignated and unreserved fund balance. So that has actually allowed you to cover some of these one-time purchases, whether it's a ambulance or whether it's a contribution to shore up the pension plan. Um, you're able to use that once it gets over that seven months, and even sometimes when it's in between that three to seven months. And that's all I have right now. If anybody has any questions, I'll be more than happy to try and answer them for you. Mr. Chair. Mr. Oh, go ahead, Mr. Chairman, I had a couple of questions. Um, first off, on the on the summary of expenses, mm -hmm. did you you said there was eighteen new hires? In no, that I said there number? was eighteen percent. It was eighteen uh, eighteen percent increase in salary and wages. Right. But so the last two years you've had 18 hires, new hires in fire, but they've been staggered. So right. they haven't all been budgeted for a full year. So two years ago, you brought on 18, but you brought, on, you brought on six in the first, I think, four or five months. Then you brought on another six, like after six months, and then you brought on the final six. And then the next year, you did the same thing. Well, this is the first year where all 36 individuals will be budgeted for a full year. So that's part of that impact. That's, that's part of that $3.8 million change. For 36 just in fire? Yes, 
Okay. All right. And um, on that same page there, you said that other financing. So are we already using fund balance now, the one point in 22? It's already, we're using you, over you, a million? You budgeted to use fund balance if you need. When we close the year, mm -hmm. we'll figure out whether or not we actually had to when we get when we get capture further. all of the revenues and identify all of the expenses. Then we'll find out if we actually used <coughs> as much fund balance as you budgeted or not at all. Okay. All right. But for next year, you've plugged in the 854. But well, the 854 is a net number. So is, what? is a net number. So oh, okay. there's about $1.6 million in fund balance, but then you've also, and, and that's a negative, right. and then you've also got an operating transfer for 911 that's a positive 600000 and then you've got another, I think, $200,000 for um, Wright Army Airfield. Okay. The, one more question. The other one is we just talked about the... Um, the reassessments or the, the taxes going out, the estimate mm -hmm. on your taxes mm -hmm. for this year coming. And what um, is going to happen if we have a lot of people challenge those values, which it looks like on some of them they went up 10 to 18% on a value of a piece of property in Liberty County, on just some of the ones I've seen. So what if happens If we have a challenge out there... Right. The, you, we have to be because you have so many days below. Yeah, you have 45 days to appeal your assessment. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then uh, once that period is over, the assessor's office will determine the number of appeals, and they'll try their best to whittle that down to less than three percent, so that there's not a holdup on the digest moving forward. I think it's a three percent number. That's going to be dependent on the board of equalization. Well, it depends on if the Board of Assessors can whittle it down first, because the Board of Assessors will be the first. Right. But and if they can, great. If they can't, then they go to Board of uh, Equalization. Mm -hmm. They well, try to first. I, I right. just, Commissioner Thrift, I, I'm looking at this uh, fund balance. I, I had no idea that we was going to come in for 2022 20, at a million. I mean, I thought we was going to be looking at more like the 854 in 2022 and and stay somewhere between five and 750,000. I mean, I... Um, and that's just a budget number. That's I, not I actual. I understand that, but I also know that when we started the budget process, we were in April, and we were looking at $3 a gallon fuel, and now we're at $5 a gallon fuel. And all of that backs up onto our EMS, our folks that's driving, yep. even the cost to produce energy in the state. Yep. I mean, there's not that many fossil, uh, you know, oil plants anymore, but I mean, it's still going to be passed on. I just, uh, I, I hope we can, we need to try to make sure that we, you know, before, before the time comes, somebody comes up here asking, then they need to be letting you know and you let us know that this is what, what's out there. But, but uh, instead of this trying to prove it before it comes up here, Mr. Brown and, and Kim. Now, I know the chairman's going to work diligently with everybody up here. It's going to be a tough battle to fight. 
Um, not saying people would take advantage, but I'm just, I'm, I looked at people standing in here tonight getting checks that didn't make it, you know, last year. So we, um, we need to make sure we keep in that number a little bit further down. I mean, $5 a gallon for fuel is the highest it's ever been. So let's make sure that we're, um, I mean, you know, you, you, the constitutional, there's a few constitutional officers. I see the sheriff and the coroner, and I don't know if the fire chief's constitutional officer yet or not. <laughs> but I'm just saying that I know y'all understand what we're talking about here. We're going to be in a serious situation if we go to uh, that, that price range. I mean, uh, I don't want it to be to where we can't respond, you know, whichever way. And then again, I don't want us to be where we're in such a jam. I mean, this money was kind of set aside a lot of times for even if we have any type of disaster type stuff. I know we've got insurance, but we've always wanted to be able to be the first ones to pull the trigger on getting folks in here to get our roads cleaned out and the the cash money is what brings that. So just uh, continue on. I, I really thought that number would have been lower. Uh, of course, now I'm not a mathematician, but what I was figuring that we would have been, a, we'd have been a whole lot further down on the 854. So uh, let's just work hard. And before something's asked for, you two, as far as I'm concerned, and then the chairman, of course, will be involved in it. But um, I want everybody to understand it's going to be a tough, tough time. Well, that <clears> is like I've never seen it before, and as long as I've been here, right. that that is one reason that any capital and any personnel requests are not immediately placed in those departments; that they're held um, until such time that Mr. Brown releases those funds. So. Um, nobody will be coming out of the chute in July purchasing large capital items knowing that it, it can be covered by fund balance. So what we do is we, we hold it. I guess if it doesn't break, we don't fix it. <laughs> we don't necessarily buy a new one. Um, but you, yes, if we're covering capital items through the use of fund balance, we're very careful about how we release, how we release mm -hmm. them. Um, and again, those are held in a separate account um, until such time that we do get to, to preview the digest and see if the digest did provide enough real growth and reassess growth that it's going to cover what you've what you've done here. It's been our method, Commissioner Stevens. Ms. Kemp, go back to the uh, revenue page. <clears throat> this. Yeah. I I just don't want to say this. I like to make sure that we are collecting all of the taxes that can be collected in Liberty County, homeowners, businesses, and industries. I do have an issue with industries because I've got a fearless feeling that we've got some industries out there that's not paying their fair share. And if it is, if you all recall, I did send out an email asking questions, can certain people be allowed 
to collect taxes from industries that are not paying their fair share to the tax commissioner downstairs. I am going to pursue that issue, no matter what it takes. But we can have industries, but if they're not doing their share, what good are they? They're actually being a burden to Liberty County. So that's one thing that somehow or another needs to be looked into. And that could have helped out, help out the revenue side. If someone else is holding this money, why are they holding it? How long have they been holding it? Do they have a right to hold it? Yeah, I, I, I would not know the details of that. My office doesn't does not bill or collect for taxes. We receive those proceeds from the tax commissioner's office, completely separate systems. Mm -hmm. But I understand your concern. Yes. Now, one other issue. <clears throat> Last year when we took over EMS, I made mention that if we could have just gotten a small millage rate back from the hospital and it was defeated, how much is one mil right now, Ms. Kim? It's probably roughly around $1.4 million. And what is the cost of the EMS service for employees, roughly? I want to say their budget's about .7, maybe. I, have, okay. I don't remember it completely off the top of my head. Just for personnel mm -hmm. is 1.8. I know yeah. that much. My Just point is, to everyone out there, that when the commissioners took over EMS, we took on an animal. The hospital was left with that 3.8 mil, and now the commissioners have to eat that 3.8 mil increase, more or less, is close to it. That is the only authority that we have bold that we as commissioners can actually go and alter their millage rate. We still need to take a look at it this year. Because how was the hospital surviving all the time before with 3.8 mil? You had these employees, now you don't have these employees, but you still got that 3.8 mil. I'm not saying taking everything away from it, from them. Let's look at a piece of the pie to help us out, sitting up here. One more other issue. Freeport. We had a meeting the other day. The numbers that was thrown out on the amount of Freeport that is allowed in Liberty County for your one year is in the millions of dollars. Millions. We need to take a look at it. <clears throat> and I'm not sitting up here saying take everything away where nobody won't come to Liberty County, but don't give them the country store for a lifetime. Thank you. Over here? Yes, sir. Oh, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I, I wasn't sure where we were. <laughs> just, just a few uh, questions. I, with the, I guess for the salary and wages, can, can we get a breakdown? Um, of course, you know, the increase is almost $4 million. I'm, I'm assuming. Or am I right? Wrong page? Um, I think it's about two. Can you go to the expenditures? Right there. Uh, almost $4 million. Almost $4 million. Yep. Okay. And two, about 2.6 of that is new requests this year. 
Okay. The other is the recurring that was implemented. You were like reading my mind. How? I don't know. <laughs> so, so new requests mm -hmm. for salaries and, and wages was <clears throat> what percentage? Keep going. No, other way. Right there. Hold. So right there, additional personnel and benefits, almost $2.6 million. Okay. So of that... 3.8 million, about 2.6. And that's new positions and wages. Are you new, saying, or, or is, is that? Yes, new positions, um, and then the, the COLA, the merit, and the longevity. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, yeah, that part. And that's, that's not including what we already had with EMS and, and fire? No, some of that is that EMS and mm -hmm. fire up there in public safety. So there are. Oh, so that's included in, in right. into this two point six as well. Yes, yes, the two point six right there. There is still some new requests for fire and and EMS yes. and other departments. Okay, but, and other departments. But the total above that also includes bringing on those people that you brought on the halftime last year in phasing in in the fire and some jailers also that were approved early on of the 3.8 yeah we right. he i think he was just talking about this 2.6 right right i'm I'm, I'm just trying to figure out right. out out of the salary and wages out of the four million how many new positions are created out of that other than the ones that we brought on of course from ems there's nothing we could do with that you should have a list there's a detailed list where it says it, where it says a lot of those positions are brought on half a year. You, you had two um, stapled okay. detail, Which and it should show you all of the approved funding. It looks like this. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that'll list everything. Okay. Right. I'm picking up. Oh, Ms. Kim. Yes, sir. So, on the firefighters, how many actually came on this year, and how many firefighters that were already on this would be their first year? Say, say that again now. How many? So we were budgeted to get another the the last round of 18 this year. Mm -hmm. And this year was staggered 18. But by the end of the year, we should have all 36 here if we're able to fill all vacancies. And, and as you know, that's yes. hard to do right now. Do. Right. Hard to get firefighters, hard to get law enforcement folks, hard to get jailers, okay. even hard to get paramedics and EMTs. <laughs> hard to get almost anybody. Um, <clears throat> but your 2.5. You'll see the detail of that. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, Anybody else before we open it up? All right. I just want to make a. I was going to go ahead. If uh, you want to, Mr. Chairman. Yes, sir. Well, no, go ahead. Well, I was. I know this is public hearing, and we're not um, through with the eraser and the pencil. Right, uh, right. Um, this can and, change before you adopt next week, yes. I, I think, um, I mean, at this point right here, the questions that I had, the questions that 
some other folks have and probably the public and I don't know if the chairman is going to have questions or he may have answers, but I'm going to just say, <laughs> looks to me like we probably, um, and we'll leave that up to you and Joey and Joseph, uh, and I'll be glad to sit in and we'll see if we can't whittle a little bit more off to uh, make it. And during that time, we may be able to get an answer on the Freeport we see about the millage on the hospital. I don't know what the legislation is on that. Joey, what was it? It was set aside for the county to form a board for the hospital authority, but there was never. Actually, actually, it was created under the Hospital Authorities Act, so it really wasn't anything the Board of Commissioners created. It was created by local legislation. So um, it specifies the the. Uh, state law specifies how much millage the hospital can assess total uh, for indigent care purposes, and then it's up to the commission to adopt the final millage. So at this point, do you know anybody that's approached them about saying, hey, we've taken this back, can we get? We don't because at this point we're adopting the budget and we're not doing the millage. So, I mean, that's the reason I think as we work through the budget, you see the majority of those proposed positions coming in at half a year starting in January so that right. you get a look at the millage and the digest and can have those discussions before these people ever come on board. And if you decide during that time that the millage is not sufficient, you want to lower it, you want to raise it, whatever it is, then, then these positions aren't already filled and out there and you can come back and take a red pin to those halftime positions. That I'm not talking about, I'm talking about the, the, the three mills that's at, is it three mills total at the hospital? 3.8. Uh, I, I, three three I don't, I don't, uh, 3.4, might be 3.4. I mean, has anybody, Mr. Chairman, have you approached them? Have you heard mm -hmm. anything? No, no, we have not. Kind of like you say, we're waiting to see. But they our, haven't, they haven't said yeah, but our, our inside source sits to my right, who's our liaison to the hospital authority. And during the budget process, she, she advised us, and I don't know if you want to share that again, what you said when we talked about perhaps um, the amount of funding they get for, uh, well, the, the difference between uh, kind of like what Commissioner Stevens said, what they were getting, and then now us taking over EMS, and if they could perhaps absorb a, a decrease in funding. And, and they might could, like I said, or we talked about earlier, they have not finalized their budget. Whenever they get their budget finalized, then when we go through the process of the millage rate here, and then they'll decide. Well, they, they then they'll a, bring it back to us. Right, they have or, a totally different fiscal year, right, too. Right, right. So, so they'll bring it back to us as to how much. They may want to keep it where it's at. They may want to lower it. They have not approached us yet as to what the, you know, what they want to set it at. I, I now thought they were going to come back before y'all, like once or twice a year, and give you some sort of update. Have they done that? I've talked to Tammy, and she said that she, excuse me, she was going to try to get back on the um, agenda to come back and give us an update. Okay. Now that we're uh, open up again, kind of. Right. Yeah, but there's no doubt. I think, as a citizen of Liberty County, I want I want the ambulance to stay as Liberty County myself. I don't know how the others feel. There's no doubt. It doesn't make money. Fire doesn't make money. No. And neither does the ambulance. But we have to have those services, to me, available to our citizens. When we call 911, we want somebody to come. 
So, you know, I, I can't see not having an ambulance here, and I, I know you can't either, Commissioner Stevens, but other than that, you would have, and I hate to say that word, you would have to get a private one in here, and we wouldn't have probably a whole lot of control, if any, over those folks. Well, make no mistake But about it. whenever we get ready to do the millage, it will come back, and at that time, we can have discussion. Maybe by then we'll know, and we can ask them, hey, we might need to lower this thing a little bit. I don't think that or there's we anything just give them a hands that up. this board... So, we, we, so. we can give them a hand. No, no what, what I'm saying is so they could plan their budget accordingly. Yeah, but they, they're know, on a physical... But I mean, they I, made... I understand, because what I'm right. saying is if they're going to plan their budget oh, yeah. like it is is set now, I mean... Well, they might. But we're going well, to... And, and I don't know I'm any CFO that wouldn't. need a hospital, and I'm not going to say... Right. And we don't need an airport. I don't own a boat. I don't own an airplane. <laughs> and, but I can tell you that one thing that's important is the hospital. The other thing exactly. is getting to the hospital. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, but we're not in it to make any money. No. I can tell you the day that we sit up here and decide we need to have X, Y, and Z to make money, then, then we're, we're going away from home. What that's we've got to do is provide the service. Chairman can tell you when they never made any money off the books that they had at all the high schools or elementary. We just want to provide that quality education, but we also want to provide whatever we need to for our citizens. Now, you know, people will say the hospital makes this, the sheriff's office makes that. that that's not, when we start telling people that we're making money, then what we're doing, we're going away from home. I just want us to break even, mm -hmm. and that's all. But we got to plan, like you said, accordingly. If we can afford to give these folks a raise, then that's what we're going to try to do because they've got to have some longevity there. Continuity means a whole lot. So I just, my first statement was let's, Let's see if we can't get it down a little bit more. If we can, fine. If we can't, I might not vote for it. But that's just going to be the way it's going to be. Give it, give it your best. That's right. Give it your best. Well, I think we've all, and I, I've tried to give it my best. Give it your best. And that's all I'm going to say about it. All right, sir. I'm through. We have in previous years, Mr. Chairman, we have asked them, and we didn't approve one time when they wanted mm -hmm. an increase in, in their millage. So mm -hmm. we're going to work through it. We are. Yeah, I Make think it work. I would say their fiscal year starts in November, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it's November. Yeah, so yeah. they'll mm -hmm. have plenty of time to mm -hmm. see the digest and plan right. accordingly. Mm -hmm. And they may be able to back off some. Yeah. That's right. I, That's know, right. So. And I, they may. Oh, oh yeah. And, and one more thing, uh, Mr. Chair. I, I just want to solve being in consideration, uh, you know, on, on a federal level as well. And, you know, that R word is starting to be thrown around. So we, we might want to make sure that, that we're kind of physical. Mm -hmm. yep. Be responsible with our, with our funding, just in just in case that and, and it does come up. This board really has done that Ms. Uh, ever since I've been Session. here with I didn't the want to say it. There you go. fund right. balance. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, you have a strong fund balance, right? Right. And you've heard your auditors tell you that absolutely. Um, and and it is because of your fund balance policy that we have been able to do these one time capital things to where you haven't had to have property taxes covered that you've you know you've taxed before for things and any savings you accumulate and 
then you kind of are able to cover it that way. But um, you have a good, strong fund balance. But I agree, we shouldn't always be crutching on that. Right. I hear you. And, and I, I remember one of our, I first took my hand off the Bible and said here, we, we weren't there. No. And one of the reasons why no, we, we weren't there is because we was coming out of that. That word I, I don't like to, to use. <laughs> so the only thing I'm saying is let's, let's keep that in consideration as well. Mr. Chair, got one more. Ms. Kim, Mr. Brown. So within these papers, it's telling us everything that has been officially cut will be or will be looked at. That's everything that the committee. Here. That's everything that the committees, the commission, uh, as we went through the workshops, recommended, and we've simply put it on paper. And then, as Kim mentioned, found alternative funding sources for the capital stuff mm -hmm. uh, now, from existing mm -hmm. revenue mm -hmm. sources. Now, when you say commissioners, nothing has changed since. The ones who were able to participate in the budget process has been taken off since then. Nothing, nothing has changed since your last meeting, correct? Okay. Mm -hmm. And just for the public's information, because uh, I know you all are not looking what we're looking at, um, uh, the approved list personnel, that's the 25 number that. Yep. And the disapproved list is t about 28. <laughs> About uh, 2.8. 2.8. Yeah. 2.8. So I just yeah, want that's to, just personnel. Yeah. It's not that's capital. Personnel. Getting it, right. So they'll know. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's been a lot of willingness going on. It was. And it, and it was, it was painful. Yeah. It's painful. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say this too, and then we're going to open up to the public. Uh, you mentioned it already. You know, it's, I just like folks to know, especially those who may be looking at us on the live stream. We took over EMS, and that was a new venture for us, and all that came with that, and trying to set the budget, and they have a whole different budgeting process. And we did the best we could with trying to, to build their budget. Most times you can just go on historical information, but with them we could not because even the way they did their budgeting and financing was different. So we had to. Kind of, Definitely a different animal. Yeah. We're still uh, working through it in finance. Yeah. And I appreciate it, both yeah. of y'all. Thank I mean, you. I, I appreciate you, that. You've, uh, I, I hope I've told you a bunch of times, but I do appreciate the time that you mm -hmm. spend on it, Kim. I mean, I know it takes, and you're killing on how many trees here every time. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I just feel like it's necessary now as it's ever been. So. Thank you, sir. Next thing you keep mentioning fire for a good reason. Uh, what? How many years now? Uh, three years ago, we started this. Maybe a little late. Oh, John McGuire was here when we first started the process. Right. To go toward a um, a countywide fire mm -hmm. uh, service because we did not have that, ladies and gentlemen. There were people in Liberty County who could call 911 and for fire, no one came. Okay. No one was there to come. The house burned. And the house burned. And could have. And thank God we hadn't had loss of lives. But out in unincorporated living county. So we get spoiled living in Hinesville, you know. But there are other areas of the county that don't have that kind of coverage. So we made a commitment as a commission that we would provide comprehensive fire service to all of unincorporated Liberty County. And, it, and it's fire and rescue because you, yeah. got, you have a lot right. of right. Both harm, work together. Yeah. you know, things yeah. too. So those, all of them work together. May, that, may seem like big numbers, but those are very important numbers and something that we talked to. We, had, we did town halls. We did yep. town halls. And... And the citizens uh, gave us the, the go-ahead to go ahead and uh, stand up a uh, full-time fire department. Those numbers are going to get bigger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, if you're going to have staff, you got to pay them. You know, right. you got to pay them. They benefit some of the things that come with them. But it's just a blessing to be able to know that you can call 911 and somebody is coming. Yes, sir. As versus you sitting there watching your house 
burn to the ground or, or have a loved one who not have someone to respond. You're right, it's not all just fire, it's also a first response link. To, another thing that's been mentioned and opened up is fuel. All of the departments came before this time with increases in their fuel a lot because guess what? Gas is going up, so everybody that has vehicles, they beefed up their that item, that line item for fuel because of the cost of fuel. It's just, same thing goes on your house, goes on in the county's houses. Mm -hmm. It's the very same thing. So everybody if, had if to. You'll remember even when the um, sheriff's department turned in their budget, um, we, increased we increased what they asked for yeah. fuel because we knew, you know, because they submitted it back in what, March or March. 1st of April right. and, mm -hmm. you know. And the road and department. <laughs> and the road yeah. department. And the road department, yeah. the road yes, sir. Department. And I want to commend this commission on, as Kim said, on having a, a healthy fund balance. We've worked hard to do that so that we have these funds to <clears throat> help us out so we wouldn't have to depend totally on, uh, on property taxes. So it's good to have that balance to bail you out with those things because we are a growing county and uh, there are several things that uh, affect our, our bottom line. So we, you have done well to, to have that. And Commissioner right. Yeah. Frazier, right, there was a time we didn't have that. Yeah didn't have that. So you've done well, and we're very frugal. Uh, Mr. Mr. Brown, <laughs> he runs a tight ship when it comes to finances. And, and really, our departments participate with us. They, they cooperate with us. I have some good conversations with several department heads, constitutional officers, where everybody has, has bought into doing what's best for the county. So uh, there just comes a time when you have to come to realization you've done the best that you can do. Now we will wait for the digest to see what that proves to us. We've seen some growth in the county. Everybody's seen it. We're hoping that's going to Payoff for us that we will be able to utilize that to help cover not all of the uh, because as I mentioned before there's a long list of things we denied you know and and those things won't change when, <laughs> when the digest comes because guess what we have to maintain our fund balance you mentioned it before you, you don't know what's coming up you know uh, these things happen uh, uh, sometimes the capital issue right we have set aside but some things we just have to go ahead and replace you know we can't have folk working without AC you know. And things like that just happen. And of course, you know, when you talk about buying fire trucks and stuff like that, oh, my gosh, you know, those are, yeah. those are very expensive. But do we need them? Yeah, to stand up our fire department. So there are things that we will just have to, to have to have a progressive county, a county that functions and functions well. So right. that's kind of where it, it is a balancing act, no doubt about it. Right. It, is a, it is a balancing act. But it takes all for the last year. We, we do the best with less. Yeah. Yes. We do and have done. We're doing in my department. And have done. You're right. There's some people who need things and they, um, I won't call names, they hate them, ask for them. Sometimes we have to insist that, no, go ahead and replace that. Go ahead and replace that. All right. So I can say that I feel comfortable with the um, requests that have come forward. And, and guess what? When we, when we tell them no, I mean, nobody likes to be told no, but they accept it. You know, they accept it. And we just tell them why we can't do it that time. And maybe uh, there's several things on our list. We say, well, this is, this is a repeat <laughs> request. Yes. Three years ago, they asked for this. Right. Three years ago, they asked for this. All right. Yeah. So this time, if I can. Okay. Uh, Ms. Kim. Yes, sir. Thank you. And now, where do you say you're going next year? I don't know. The house. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we need you to come back next year. <laughs> yeah. Sitting right there. Yes, okay. <laughs> but really... Thank you for what you do, and let me say this, Mr. Chair, mm -hmm. to all of the safety departments within the county, you got law enforcement that protects the lives. We got fire that saves lives and property and saves a lot of the homeowners a lot of money in the long run on their home insurance. We got EMS that goes out, pick you up, and take you to the hospital. So all of it's important, but also during the same time, we have to keep in mind 
that we have to look out for Aunt Mary and Uncle John down the road down there with their taxes going up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We, um, before, uh, I promise you to go into the public, uh, we had Mrs. Um, Roberts come before uh, us just the other day, and she's gonna, we're gonna program her to come back to speak to the commission on the uh, assessments. Notice that went out <clears throat> very briefly. I may do a, you may have to bail me out. You two may bail me out. The, the county has to do reassessments periodically. There's no choice. You get fined as a county if you don't do periodic assessments. You cannot take 10 years of another assessment and do reassessment. You can't do that. You will get fined and pay out money. So you all have seen what's been happening in the real estate market, how houses and uh, apartments, how everything's selling and, and selling at these, can I say astronomical? There's a ratio um, that I believe the assessors yeah. have to be in, uh, a percentage ratio that they have to be with, within on those sales. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah they're, yeah, they're reviewed by the Department reviewed, of Revenue. Yeah. So, so that's, it's, and in fact, on my notice, it says market adjustment. You saw that on your notes. Hope you read it. That's, that's why she put that on there, because of the market rates that happen all over the country, not just Liberty County, all over the country. So they had to do the reassessment, and some people will see um, uh, increased assessment for your properties, which, of course, will require an increase in your property tax. But that's where that comes from. But uh, the assessment is done by tax assessor's office, and, of course, we get to set the millage <coughs> at the millage time. So... Uh, if you hadn't seen Miss, uh, no, you have how many days to appeal until 40, July? The 40, 45 yeah. days from the time, you know, from yeah. the day. And they're open to appealing, and we've invited, we've uh, advised her, advised the smaller cities to have her come to their meetings so yes. that their citizens will hear first on what's going on. We don't want you to be in the dark about what's happening. It's not done arbitrarily, I promise you that. There's a process to it. There's a process to it. Now, you may not agree with it, but there's a process to it. There's a process to everything. Like, all right. Uh, so I want to get that out because uh, I don't notice this one. But at this time, we're going to open up for questions that the general public may have since we're in a, a public hearing. Does anyone have a question that, uh, that hadn't been answered? Certainly, you can, uh, Ms. McLaughlin and Mr. Brown, I have to take phone calls if you want to do it one on one. Just be mindful of the time, but they'll, they'll do that for you in case you want to do them. Or email us, like I said, or email. Yeah. 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 Mm hmm. Yeah. But, but just know this started with a <clears throat> process of uh, a lot of folk coming forward saying, you know, here's what our, our list are that we might function effectively. I see the sheriff and Reggie here. I'm going to call them out, Brian here. The, those folk would say the, the list they put forward are what they need to effectively run their department. Then on the commissioner's part, it's our job to go through those things and then based on funding, you know, do the yays and the nays. Yes and nays, you know. Um, but we try to make sure everybody has at least what they need, you know, for that's a necessity. That's a, our, it's always our mission trying to do that. We good? Right. Yeah. Right, but that's how. That means you did a pretty good job. My email address yeah. is on, on the website, yeah. too, under finance. So yeah. but just, feel comfortable asking yeah. now. Anybody yeah. But let me just make this point one more time. The more you, you heard about why she keeps saying fire. You heard about why she keeps saying EMS. Mm -hmm. And we're all talking about fuel. That's in everybody's house. The major factors. And now I'm waiting on the digest to come to find out what the property values are so we'll know uh, how best we can support this budget through funding that comes through our property taxes. Uh, you know, our, uh, one thing we didn't mention when you talk about benefits and employees, you know, with our... I think I might have told you, um, you know, five years ago when my payroll person started, we had about 400 employees. The last payroll run we did, there was 646. 
payroll checks we ran. Um, now for your full-time benefits, health insurance went up 10% this year, 10%. So, you know, when you have cost increases, not just in fuel, but also in mm -hmm. services, those have to be absorbed. In any business, personnel is going to be your most expensive line item. Yes. <laughs> Always. Yes, it's your most valuable line item. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is. And you talk about services, essential services, man. I'm, I'm, I'm glad mosquito control is one of my Couldn't do without mosquito control. You can go to another county, though, and they don't have it. You know? So I don't know how they that's do it. That's a matter of opinion again. I don't know how they do it. Mm -hmm. do it. All right. Uh, Chair, to the motion to come out of public hearing, then. A move. Mr. Chairman, I'll, I'll make the motion. And um, is anybody seconded it? Uh, uh, say, say that again. Yes, uh, you want me to answer that or Mr. Chair? One of y'all. <laughs> what was the question? What about in insurance? Yeah. Uh, cer certainly welcome to bid it out. We, we yeah. searched the market this year for comparable counties, mm -hmm. not only what the cost is, but what the plans are. And we have one of the most lucrative plans that's out there for employees uh, by a national provider. Yeah. And In other uh, words, we, we, we looked at that almost yeah. and, a year. And we were, we were, I'm sorry. I'll be glad to get with him later. Okay, all right. And we were able to to provide, what's this new plan that we have? I'm looking at my fire chief out there. So I knew we had, an, we were, had a hard time at one time um, with uh, firemen, but now we added this new category lack of a better word, that's going to help us out with that. Yeah, what we kept hearing, and not always so, but what we kept hearing was that the premium cost for family members for family mm -hmm. rate was too mm -hmm. high, so we added a third option this year uh, for a lower cost um, and opened that during open enrollment and had one person. Mm -hmm. One person? Really? That doesn't turn out to be, you know. Okay, after all. That doesn't turn out to be uh, well, exactly. Well, it's there. Yes, yes, there. All right, all right. Now I know that's it's been a while, so that 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 motion is dead. Can I have that motion again? <laughs> yes, sir. I, I, I'll make the motion. We go back in regular session. The second. Second. Motion second. All in favor? Raise the right hand. All right. And, and Mr. Chairman, uh, I, I wanted you to recognize the chairman of the appointment committee. For some reason, he may need to interject something here about when we're going to do this because <laughs> it's not on our agenda for tonight. Um, it's supposed to be, right? It's supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, the board appointments yeah. don't move. Yeah. We got those job. back. Got what Maria back. got them back. I didn't get that signal, so I apologize. Yeah, she had them. She sent them out. I think she sent them to Gary. Yeah, I apologize. I didn't. Yeah, she sent them to Gary. Could we? I mean, we, we, we are ready. But I mean, yeah, we can yes, we can amend the agenda. Absolutely, whatever you want to do. Okay. Amend the agenda. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't pick up on that either when I previewed it. Yeah, uh, okay. reviewed it. Excuse me. Yeah, if we if we can amend the agenda, okay. Mr. Chairman. All right. So to include the um, board appointments. All right. Do we need to vote on. We make them out of item six D. Six D. Yes, okay. sir. Do we, we need it? Oh. You need that in the form of a motion. Yes, sir. Mr. Chairman, I'd like to make a motion that we amend um, the agenda for tonight's meeting. To include the uh, um, the board appointments. Okay. I'll second it. We'll second. Okay. Any further discussion? All in favor, raise your hands, please. All right. Thank you. I missed that. All right. Okay. All right. Contract United Way, Mr. Dodd. Am I on? 
Mr. Chairman, while Mr. Dodd is coming up, mm -hmm. um, Commissioner Walton did say something about maybe getting the red pen out and maybe revisiting the budget one more time. Is that something we're going to do or we, I mean, because we, we got to do um, something pretty soon with, with, with what we presented tonight. I mean, what we going to try to um, edit, edit, uh, mention that, what yeah. we going to try to do that one more time or are we good with this? Well, we, we, I, I, I can assure you that the, the list they gave us and those of us who were participating, we whittled and whittled and whittled, but certainly you can look at it again. But no, no, I'm, I'm not saying yeah. that, that we need to. I'm saying it, it was yeah, brought yeah. up gotcha. and are we going to do it or has it been whittled? It's been whittled. Okay. Well, yeah. my, no, no sense in doing it then. Yeah. My, my suggestion would only be what we admit where Kim's gone and Joey's gone, but constitutional officers, whoever's out there that mm -hmm. understand what that was here tonight, they understand where we're at. Uh, they can do it, uh, or later on we'll wind up having to do okay. it. I mean, that's the only, the only thing we can do. Yeah. Um, we've had some, what's the word in the hospital? We've had some, we've had some courageous conversations. <laughs> Mr. Sir? We've had some courageous conversations with them about Well, I mean, I've, I've had, I have some with the banker every once in a yeah. while. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, you know I, what he says? Yes, sir. He I, said, you can pay now or pay later. No, I, I just know that there was some questions that uh, Commissioner Stevens brought up and when Mr. Walden um, uh, mentioned that, I didn't know if we were going to come back one more time and during that time try to get some answers to the things Mr. Yeah. Commissioner yeah. Stevens talked about. Or, I mean, if, but if we good, we good. Mr. Chairman, I also understood that uh, even though we were where we at now, that we were going to revisit what we have before we made a final decision on it. And I mm -hmm. think I was assured that we would before this becomes final, that we would put the pin back to it or revisit it. You can revisit it, yes, sir. Under, under your budget calendar, you have to adopt it next week. Mm -hmm. It was put out uh, a month ago to the board, and that's the reason we had to have those meetings when we did mm -hmm. to come back to the finalization of the budget. So tell me next week at the meeting next Thursday. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, so, yeah, so you have between now and then to... Well, I think the conversation was going to be with the hospital. I think the conversation might have development surrounded authority. the development authority as far as, you know, is there anything... Well, see, that's, that's it, doesn't, it doesn't affect yeah. the budget. It doesn't affect the budget. No, right no effect. I mean, yeah. that will that's, affect that's how you village. potentially fund the budget. Okay. Yeah. But as far as what you leave in and take out of the budget, mm -mm. it... it I'm not, I'm not going to say it's immaterial at this well, point. But. Well, I, I think the, the questions Commissioner Stephen had were, you know, um, good concerns. And, I mean, if they could be addressed at another time, then we'll address them at another time. But I think we, will. we were also looking at what was presented tonight to see if there was anything in there that we could take out. And my only suggestion there is if you have any recommendations, if you'll float those out before mm -hmm. next week, but then the mm -hmm. board – and we can make those recommendations known to all the board members so that when you meet next week, you can either say, yes, we're gonna take these out, or no, you know, y'all can decide as a group if you wanna make any further cuts to these, to, look to at those these sheets. sheets. Look at these yeah. sheets that Kim gave us. To those sheets. Know, so it says approved. If you wanna Probably make some recommendations on there, then that's where you need to do it. My, my only thing is, 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 you know, we had, Pretty much agreed somewhere, and I might have been sleeping, but we wanted to have a, a little bit more fund balance in what we had up there. 
Joey, and the other thing was is right now the public art knows and some of these administrators know what we're up against. Now, they can change it, or next year I'm not going to listen to it. That's what I was saying. I'll just, we'll change it for them. So, right. So, so just to make sure, I hate, we're kind of backing up and digressing. I apologize. Yeah, right. But, but so the amount that's shown on this sheet right here that Kim is not the amount that's left in fund balance. Right. Right. And, and it is not just fund balance. The other financing uses is what gets brought into the budget. It also includes loan proceeds for outstanding loans that you have. So that's not the amount you're going to draw out of fund balance this year. Uh, you still will have, even with what's projected, to use only for capital items. That's the only thing fund balance gets used for is non-recurring items. You'll still have about seven months of operational reserves. And your policy says you'll have between three and seven. So you still will be in good shape no matter what you bring forward. Well, actually, what you'll bring forward out of fund balance is projected to be $612,900. Okay, and how many capital items have we already discussed that we were looking at? Uh, I'm talking about capital items out here, buildings. Yes, you are. Uh, yep. Yes, sir. Property and all. As a, as a matter of fact, um, on these sheets, if you look at what's proposed to be funded with other sources, you'll fund a million dollars in capital items, just not out of fund balance. You'll fund them out of, of existing revenues in 2022, you'll fund them out of ARPA, and you'll fund them out of sales tax six funds, all of which already exist. Okay, and those things are, that, that I'm thinking about, which is capital items, is gonna be the help, the, the uh, coroner's office, that would be on sales tax seven, proposed to be on seven. But well, we got to pass it to sales tax well, understand, seven. Understand, so, understand. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, we've, we've made arrangements for everything you've talked about. Yeah. It's on these sheets. Yep. But I just want to make sure that we're using what we have got available before we start asking for something that's, that if it don't show up, then it's going to wind up being millage raised. That's re yes, sir. That's, that's right. what you see on these sheets. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I guess what we're saying, Mr. Chairman, is that in, instead of a meeting, look at this information that we have, mm -hmm. and if we want anything changed, just send it in. Yes, sir. Get for it. consideration. Get it in. You can, and then we'll yeah. summarize it for your next meeting. When you come back, we'll take the same list, and y'all can, yeah. Well, Thursday can be adjusted. Next Thursday. Next Thursday. Next Thursday. Correct. And it's got to be done before. We need those no later than Monday. In order to be able to summarize them, you get you get. If we get out of here, you get mine tonight by nine. <laughs> and we'll, again, we will, we're not going to make any adjustments as staff. All we're going to do is summarize the recommendate the recommendations on changes, plus or minus, and we'll bring them back and we'll highlight them on, up here. Mm -hmm. And then you can actually make the adjustments in your meeting next Thursday. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, my memory's not that long anymore, so that's one reason why I just wanted this to. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, Gary's he's got a. Photographic and no, he yeah. got the mind of a Siamese cat. Don't forget nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget nothing. But for those of you, I know everybody was able to participate in the budget here. This is what we came up with. This is where this came from. Yeah, that's, I, that's where it came I from. At it, but I just we sat down and really spent a lot of hours going about this, that uh, yeah. fund balance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
good. You good? I, I nearly yeah. turned out this chair. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that's this came from the yes, this, no, that, yes, this, no, 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 that. Mm. That's what we wound up with working with uh, the staff. Okay. Okay. All right. But look at it again. No problem whatsoever. Okay. 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 All right. We get it to you. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Chair. All right. Mr. Dodd, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, too. Mm -hmm. Mr. Chairman, Commissioners. Hey, so what we got tonight is a, a memorandum of agreement with the, the United Way with the Coastal Empire. I'm going to let Ms. Kristen talk about it, the, the MOU. Good evening. Ooh. Good evening. Um, so pretty much we've been working, we've been working with the EMA directors throughout the Coastal Empire to formulate a um, group for disasters. So much like the disaster that just happened with the tornadoes in Bryan County, we've been working with them as the fiscal agent to say the Bryan County government will say United Way is where you would send your funding to. And then those directors get together and they decide how that money is allocated, for how much is for the community and the residents that need help with roofing, glass, you know, glass removal, debris, stuff like that. And so we wanted to pull Liberty County in as well as one of the last communities we're trying to get on board just in case of a disaster. We're not asking for anything. We're just asking that we come together as a community in times of disaster. We'll be that agent to help take those donations whether it's physical donations, because we have a warehouse full in Bryan County of all kinds of things that we're using to pass out to the, to the different families that need help. We're that agency that they come to for those resources, and we staff and man that, not asking for anything there at all either. Like I said, we just want everybody to have the seat at the table, to, to bring all those funds together, and decide collectively as the Coastal Empire, how those funds are going to be allocated during times of disaster if it affects all four regions. How is it done now with, without Liberty County being in the circle? This, this has all started over the last year. Yes. So we brought in, of course, Chatham's already there. Effingham's at the table. We're finalizing with Brian. And I've been speaking with Mr. Do Mr. Dodd and Mr. Brown over the last year trying to, you know, formulate it and get the agreement going. Mm -hmm. okay. So, Mr. Chairman, so mm -hmm. current, you're talking about funds. Where would these funds come from? Mm -hmm. What type of, the ones that are collected from United? Much like, like with Bryan County, Gulfstream, and different corporations and things give funding, individual donors, people have just been, um, you know, dropping off. We'll tell them where drop-off locations are for right. physical things as well, and we'll store those and help distribute. And it also affects agencies as well that provide services to those um, individuals as well, just not, you know, the normal day-to-day. -day. That'll also be a discussion between whoever you guys designate to be that participant right. to decide how those funds will be allocated to the different areas wherever we see need during that time. Right. Okay. I hear you very well. I'm just wondering, so so without you guys doing that, it's done helter-skelter? It's kind of... Right. Yeah. So it, it wasn't formalized yeah. in Bryan County before the tornadoes came. Yeah. So initially, there was a lot of different pots, yeah. and then that's when, you know, Everybody got together. Emergency management was like, okay, we need, we need to, to formalize this somehow. Um, yeah. You know, and because you had just 
everybody wanted to help, mm -hmm. but nobody knew necessarily how to help mm -hmm. or what's needed. So we would be that agent to communicate that based off of what everybody says at the table mm -hmm. to the public so they have that one place one to bring place. those donations. Everybody's mm -hmm. at the table to know where it's going, complete transparency, mm -hmm. and Chair. to help make the decision on how to allocate those things. Mr. Chair. Yes, sir. I guess uh, um, that's more like with the, the drive that uh, the Sheriff's Department and fire department and myself we put on when it was time to deliver we had to look for someone in Bryan County to take it to so finally I got a hold to the mayor and she said take it over to the old gym so that's I, I, I do understand what you're talking about yes sir what does this do with Coastal Empire chapter of the United Way what is the United Way and Coastal, you know, I mean, all of the businesses throughout the region, they have the fun drives. Will y'all be involved in that? Yes, sir. So if, if whatever counties participate who say they want the United Way to represent them, that's who will be at the table. And we'll discuss that. So then we'll all decide where those items need to go, you know, if you guys want us to take those donations on behalf of the county and your citizens, and then the decision be made how to allocate those. I, I just have never seen that before during times of, I mean, United Way's been here a long time. I, I used to work with Georgia Power and we would always have the drive mm -hmm. and the money was donated out of our checks to the United Way and then I mean, we've had disasters from, you know, Florida to North Carolina, and then in our coastal area here, I wondered who handled it then. Well, speaking you, as far as my experience with United Way since I've been here, during the pandemic, it hasn't been formalized. But because the United Way located here in Hinesville is part of the United Way of the Coastal Empire, when they raised funds for when the, at the beginning of the pandemic, we were able to draw down some of those funds that they raised in that in the other regions just because we're a part of the United Way of the Coastal Empire. So, okay. so the way yeah, so the way this the way the structure works and we do that too and being on the United Way board formally, I mean so so they do the fund drive every year where people donate out of their checks and they raise right. money and then they have an allocation committee. Uh, that sits down once a year and they decide how those allocations are made in the Coastal Empire region to uh, organizations that apply for funds. And this is a little different. What this is is only in disaster situations. Uh, you may remember when Matthew came through, uh, we really reached out and said, do we have anybody locally, everybody else had left town, is there, is there anybody that can help us uh, take in funds, take in supplies, and help get those out to the people that need them, and United Way raised a hand, and, which was the only person that was there to say, okay. So, so kind of what this is, is, is a realization of that different piece in the normal fundraising effort. So from donations during times of disaster and before disasters, uh, not associated with regular uh, fundraising events, they, they solicit that so that they have a storage, if you will. And so for the people that participate, 
when Bob signals and says, I need somebody that can interview those homeless people. I need somebody that can help them with daily supplies that come out. That's, that's what this would do. And, 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 and in, in Matthew, there was, um, again, they stepped up and said yes, but there was no agreement. There was no formalization. Things were moving too fast. And, and after the Brian tornadoes, I guess, you know, the realization is that, hey, yeah, that you do need some kind of agreement in place pre-disaster. What to be able to handle those. What about the, I mean, our other cities are tied into it then. I mean, through, through, through Bob? Correct, yes, sir. You've, you've already, I mean, that's the decision that the mayors and the councils and all the other cities, you've already been to them and talked to them about it or? No, sir. Well, he'll be, he'll be tied in by nature of EMA being the controlling force in emergency right. situations. They, I don't say they don't have any choice. But um, they could choose to do something else in their cities for fundraising efforts or for uh, dissemination of supplies, but they're automatically in by nature of being a city in Liberty County through EMA. Well, you know, we got we got a, a county where he's already gone home, and we got a county fire chief, and then some some of the other little town. You know, Hinesville's got their chief, Walnutville's got their chief. So I'm just saying, I mean, Bob. That, you know, you ask him for a lot to take, take on. There's only one EMA in the county, sir. I know. <laughs> I know, but anytime you get something like that that big, you're going to have a bunch of bosses. So. I work closely with Kristen, and I, I, I mean. Well, I mean, that, 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 that's, you, you'd be the one that um, can answer all the questions. Every I mean, I hope that we don't never have to, to do it. Every time it, we but, went uh, over there, I mean, she's been very, very helpful. Well, that's good. I think the good news is they become another hand for us, and he's able to pass off and say, this is what y'all will do during that time or ask to do under this agreement, and then they'll interview and see people from all cities in the county. So, it'll so be, you're be going, good. you live in Liberty County? Yes, sir. Oh, that's great. Then that's just settled. <laughs> <laughs> so they act as a fiduciary for well, That's good. So that, noted. Yeah, motion. So channel those funds through some. Yes, sir. Reliable, trustworthy source so that keep away all the scams and all that kind of stuff, right. too. Right. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. And like, I think it's the main thing, rating. too, is, of course, transparency. And we want to be transparent about what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And we want the community to know that we're there to support them. And we've, like Mr. Bob said, we've worked over the years, nothing formal. But we've always been there in support. Mm -hmm. So just to take it to the next level, I think, would be beneficial. Okay. Good. All it's right. It's going to be a separate board? It's not going to be a uh -uh. separate board, is it? It is? It'll be a separate, it'll be a separate uh, board that, that will just do this function. So, so the money doesn't get intermingled with okay. the United Way funds. It's separate. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, let's questions? do it, Mr. Chairman. All right, we're ready for a motion. So what's that, what's that board called? Separate board, what's its official? Separate board of uh, United Way of Liberty County. <laughs> <laughs> official name. I saved no, y'all some time. they haven't named it. Is but it, it created? It'll be composed. Like a it's creative, cons isn't it? Consortium. the EMA directors from each uh, region, from each county, mm -hmm. and then um, whatever participating agents you, you, we recognize at the United Way okay. to help funnel that. Okay. And, you know, that okay. will okay. be right. more like a regional, a regional board. Yes, sir. Okay. All right, I'm good. I'm there. All right, Mr. Chairman. Chair, take a motion. Yes, Mr. Chairman. I make a motion. We we approve the contract with United Way. I'll take it. Second. Oh, somebody. I was trying to give you a second. Okay. That's fine. Uh, in further discussion, all in favor, raise your hands. All right.
Thank you. I'm like you. Hope we never have to use it, but it, but if we do need to use it, it's there. Yes, sir. Thank you. It's good to know that it's going to be streamlined and done in a professional right. and above board kind mm -hmm. of way. That is our hope. Yeah, and there'll be a go-to person or persons rather than hit and miss kind of thing. So Right. And, of course, we'll still work with all the community partners as well, but like you said, streamline one place for the yeah. families to be able to go mm -hmm. to yeah. and get those resources. Last question. Where you go, as, as Mr. Brown say, in, in the weeds, because here's what I've heard about Brown County, that some stuff you guys have got too much of. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's that comes again because people would just want it to donate. Yeah. And so there was no one there to say they, these are right. these initials. I heard that. So we there's two pace for days. Yeah, I heard that. So that's yeah. the kind of things you want to try to avoid, I heard that. you know, to let the community know what the needs are mm -hmm. so they can figure out how they can help, especially the individual. Okay. Community and the general public. Okay. Yes. Sir. All right. You're on it. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Good to see you. Okay. Last seven project lists. Yes, sir. You, uh, you got two or three handouts here before yes, you. We had the... Chairman, did we vote on that? We, took, we made we the vote? motion. We didn't did vote. We, vote we took a motion in a second. We didn't vote. All in favor? I voted. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we did. Yeah. I thought you did too. Yeah. We, we was going to vote, but you and Justin was going <laughs> to I thought we did. <laughs> I got to think uh, about it. Play the tape back. <laughs> All right. We had, uh, we had a follow-up meeting, as we mentioned, the last with the uh, chief elected officials uh, as part of the Splash 7 process. And you, and you may remember, in fact, um, I'll come to that in a minute, which is a planning calendar. But the first sheet before you that has revised at the bottom is dated 531-22, was the last list that after we came out of that meeting with them um, is recommended for consideration from the chief elected officials uh, as part of the project. Uh, I also put in there the last sheet that, that this board saw uh, about a week before that. So I've given you the old, I've given you the new. I, there aren't many suggested changes, but let me highlight just a couple with you. Um, the first thing is, um, if you'll notice on the jail, on your old sheet, there was no money allocated for that. I think we left here last time and said, look, we probably need to put a placeholder in there for that with the remembrance that you, if it was not on the ballot, for consideration, you could not shift funds over there later on if you decided to. So uh, the recommended amount in there is $250,000, at least initial for the jail. Uh, that also applies to the corridor facility, which under your list when we left here last time, because of balancing, uh, there was there was um, uh, nothing there. So uh, we're recommending to do that. Those amounts were taken from a couple of other small changes that were made. Uh, one was in the uh, city, county, and other entity public safety vehicle items. Uh, and I'll tell you that we feel comfortable that we'll be able to, uh, in these lower amounts, still be able to fund those items. Those are, those are patrol cars and things like that. Those amounts were reduced from three million to two million for the city and the county, and then reduced from 120 down to 100 for those municipalities that, that have a share, have a police function uh, present in the county. The other thing that happened is, uh, so that, that made more money become appropriated at the bottom of your sheet, which is what you were, what we were trying to achieve. If you remember, 
uh, in addition to placeholders, what we're trying to do is narrow that potential differential from last tax to this tax. And so when we shifted those down, that helped. The other thing that we did is, um, or is proposed, is the city of Hinesville in the county obviously get the larger percentages uh, of this, which is, is based on the new census count, the old, the old numbers were. What we propose to do is to lessen the county's percentage by 2% and lessen the city's of Hinesville percentage by 2%. When you do the spread, um, what it actually does is, is, is make everybody get better, even the county, because the city, by giving up their 2%, help, you know, they get a larger share, so it helped everybody. All that hot air is to say, the focus, as we left here last time on your old sheet, for instance, and we, and we need to focus on percentages and not so much money, but if, if we assume that that percentage is collected in your old sheet, the county was gonna get 33.79%, the county actually now gets 36.7%, and it's a combination of money movement from the top to the bottom and the city giving up some percentage. So if you look at a money differential, and again, I know we try not to focus too much on that because it's gonna bring in what it brings in percentage-wise, you were looking at a potential difference or a loss, a change in revenue, let's call it, of 1.152 million when we left here last. That now turns into a black number of $8,049. So I know that what we were trying to do was, one thing was get the county commission out of the red. Uh, realizing that all that y'all do with those monies and what you're able to move around. So that's the good news. And I won't read every number to you, but if you compare your old sheet to the new, you see what we did is lessen the negative impact across the board by those moves. And it was simply shifting some money from the top to the bottom and again, the city changing some of its percentages. Remember too that what'll happen is the sheet as you see it here, will really be replaced by an attachment to the intergovernmental agreements. And so, for instance, Hinesville safety vehicle money that's allocated up top will end up being merged with a total dollar amount projected to the city in the intergovernmental agreement, okay? And that's a little confusing, but by the way of legal structure, that's what happened. <sighs> the only things that will be left up top will be items like Justice Center, Parks and Recreation, um, uh, Event Entertainment Center, uh, those type of things which are countywide projects. In the intergovernmental agreement though, those will be county projects. So your old IGA said Liberty County will do the following and it basically trails the money. So that's where the money is gonna end up being administered is through that IGA and through those groups. So I, I know it's kind of confusing without having the IGA in front of you. That's being drafted now based on this list and, and can be changed obviously with whatever y'all want to do. Um, but good news. I mean, I think that's just good news in the end. We went away with a mission to lessen the burden at the bottom on the commission and cities and we've been able to find a mechanism to do that. We've been able to go in there and plug some seed money into those projects you want to plug it into. Uh, so that you have the, the flexibility there. Um, and we did make a, a couple of other changes, uh, which were uh, minor, but parks and recreation instead of recreation. 
uh, if you remember. Oh, yeah. All, yeah. Yes, sir. And also uh, event slash entertainment center. So those funds could be used for either and, or both. So that's why I got elected. Be up here to entertain. Absolutely. <laughs> out of $69 million, $8,000 is a black. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I, I, got, I got kids. Huh? I, I have kids that, that I have to spend money outside of Liberty County, especially during the summertime. And I'm just one of, of thousands of people in Liberty County who have school-aged kids during the summertime that don't have anything to do, and they're spending their money outside of Liberty County. I, 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 I apologize. I'm trying to keep Liberty County money here. Was he down here at the baseball field today? Who? Nah, he's not playing baseball. Huh? You said what now? I said I was at the baseball field today, and yeah, they, they was full of little baseball players. Mr. Chairman, yeah, it's, it's all star. <laughs> um, Mr. Chairman, yes, sir. Question, please, uh, Mr. Brown. I'm looking down at the bottom section of that first page. Liberty County Unincorporated. Yes, sir. And it's showing the difference in the black over there. That's eight thousand dollars. So that's uh, eight thousand dollar difference from. Our distributions from six to seven, as far as the individual districts. Potentially, potentially. All right, so. If we go by just dollars today, right. I think we, or I did, and then some of us others raised some concerns about the uh, split, I guess I would say, that the districts are allocated and I was just curious if that was what that number represented. So that number would be divided by, by seven. However you all decide, sir. So it's okay. basically where we are at now as far as the results. I mean, $8,000 in the plus, that's just $1,000 extra per district from what we got from mm -hmm. six. Mm -hmm. which I think we voiced concerns that it was sort of insufficient for what we have to do with that money, that we were more or less entertaining the thoughts of mm -hmm. a bigger cut of the pie for the individual districts. Um, I know that was ongoing conversation. I didn't know that we had stuck a pin in it by these numbers that I see, and I was hoping we would revisit yeah. that part of it. What you see is, a, is so the... At the last meeting, you blessed the sheet that you saw. The commission that was here blessed that sheet and sent staff back to talk to the cities about a way to lessen the impact on the right side, but otherwise it looked good. And that's what we proceeded on, sir. And, and then it's incumbent upon us, uh, Commissioner Jones, to sit down again and, and, and um, what's the word, thrash out, like Grandma would say? <laughs> how the funds would be divided per district. Yeah. This is just a lump sum here that now we have to go back as a commission and say, okay, are we gonna use the same formula we have now or do we change it? So from the last sheet, again, I focus really on the percentages more and not on the numbers at all. In fact, overall focus on the percentages mm -hmm. is when we left here last time on the sheet that we blessed, it was 33% that the county was gonna get down below, and now that's jumped to 36%. Yeah, so it'll be, it'll be what it'll be. until we figure out how to create more money, we will always disagree on how much money we have. That's why, my friend, we, we need entertainment and everything else to, to bring in more. 
I, I got you. Well, yeah, it's it's called business. It's and the called reason synergy. That's the same thing that happened with with Orchard Square when when that project came around. Nothing else was on eighty four. Now you have people building all around there. You know why? Because it created synergy. How much? How much taxes do they get though? Ooh, across the street, none. Oglethorpe. I'll break all that down to you. That the out parcels, the out parcels pay everything. The 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 the, the main portions, Mr. Chair, please explain to them that it is a staggered. Yeah. It is, it is. But but at the end of the day, it costs money to make money. Uh-uh. You 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 know that. I, I could have sworn you was a businessman. You you know it costs money to make money. Yeah. And I apologize. I'm the only one up here with, with school age kids. That's right. Yeah. I apologize about that. I, it, I'm I'm fighting for them. Absolutely. Cause I'm tired. Of, gas four dollars a gallon. I'm tired of going to Savannah. Five. That's what I'm talking about. Five dollars a gallon. You go to Savannah to. Yep. Right. Where's the closest bowling alley? Let me let me bring you back. I'm 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 here. I'm. I just wanted to mention the the. You you were talking about the split on the sales tax. We we, we voted up here and and to before he came. Yeah. Everybody yeah before you were here that everybody would get the same amount of sales tax money, and then yeah. if somebody needed some, then we were going to offer up and help. Um, I I had a project in my district. I needed twenty five thousand dollars, twenty five thousand to tie one major artery to another one where there's accidents at least twice today. I couldn't get nobody to help me. And you know what happened? They didn't put the road in and they're still crashing every day. So we all decided, hey, and that's what we've been able to do is work together. I'm spending money in at Miller Park. I've spent money at Gill Park. We've spent money at... You gave me some. Gary's, and I mean, that's it's what it's about. Um, and and when we look and see that one another is not spending their own money right, then we'll just hold tight to our little bag of chips. But that's the, that's the fair way to, to do on it. And I understand that, and I guess the main reason I bring this up, and it goes back down to roads, dirt roads, paving roads, those that want roads paved or whatever. And y'all have already told me how much it costs to pave a dirt road or a mile of dirt road. Um, From the numbers that I got and the numbers that we've had allocated per district, there's not very much you can do as far as paving roads. Uh, Some districts are more disproportionate as far as having more dirt roads than others. Um, I think some do, uh, districts may not have any dirt roads, and I don't know that, but mm-hmm. then some have very much, much more than others. And I keep bringing it up that that's one of my biggest issues, the phone calls that I get, my dirt road, my dirt road, my dirt road. I mean, 90% of the issues that I face is about people wanting their dirt roads paved or something done with them, and they're saying, well, we've been asking for this 10, 15 years. So is that going to be a priority at some point that we look at these dirt roads or these people that want their dirt roads paved or is this nothing that's that important? Or those people that live on dirt roads don't pay the same amount of taxes that everybody else does? Or um, what do I tell my constituents when they come asking me about paving roads? And I say, well, if we don't have the money, 
well, y'all gonna collect $69 million. Why don't you have the money? So I'm just trying to learn how to answer my constituents and get the answers to the questions that they're asking me. Excuse me, Mr. Chair, just a quick question. I know a couple years back, uh, matter of fact, it was, it was in the Georgia Trend magazine about that county that purchased their own uh, paving equipment. And I, I, I mentioned that, I think that was like five years ago. I know at ACCG this year, we saw another company. Is, is that a solution? Because with all the respect, we have 50 something miles of dirt roads, correct? Or more? Yeah, that's right. And I think what you saw at ACCG was an asphalt ripper. Asphalt zipper. And so basically it comes yeah, across already paved roads. And okay, I mean, what, the only thing I'm saying is, is there, because we will never have enough money in the splice to pave. We can't allocate $50 million of the splice or T-splice to pave the roads. So what I'm saying as a solution, what is the true solution? Because, I mean, we get it. Dirt roads need to be paved. But what I'm saying is, even if you all get an extra million dollars each, I mean, that's one mile. So even if you all get one mile every six years, your kids' kids' kids will still have to be paving their roads. So what I'm saying is, what's a true solution for us to come to, to, to fix this issue? And that's that why, talk about every year. Yeah, man, I'm bringing that issue up, you know, because I know we prioritize the projects that we decide to do. Um, and like I said, the people in my district, 90% of the conversation, my dirt road, dirt road, dirt road. They don't care so much about the Justice Center or so much about, you know, some of these other things that we prioritize, not naming individual stuff. But they said they have been having these issues in for 10, 15 years from what I'm hearing. So these same people, uh, when are we going to become a priority? You know, we doing these other things, putting new projects on the list, but we haven't taken care of the other issues that the constituents been complaining about 10, 15 years, but then we put new projects on their book. And we haven't taken care of the other stuff, my opinion. You know, my district, you know, people that sent, sent me up here. And that's what I hear 90% of the time. I had a phone call last night. Lady, I heard that you are the road department manager said you are the man to contact about getting my road paved. When are we going to get that road paved? I said, ma'am, this is the first I've heard about it. Um, I guess you got to get in line. Um, do, do, that's do, what all I hear. Do, do we have a list of dirt roads? Because I mean, I, I hear it, and I'm, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with it. But but do we have like a list of dirt roads that yes, prioritize that need to be? Mm -hmm. Trent Trent yeah. did that years ago. Right. Okay. Cool. So 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 what so what I'm saying is what what is the solution? Because funding I, <laughs> priority. Funding. Yeah, we have the list, and 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 I get it, and I'm I'm glad we said that because. A couple years ago, we, we tried a, a, a regional T-splice. There's money there. We, 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 we passed the region. Well, we passed it in Liberty County, but, but other, it failed in other communities. Then the state legislation came back and said, hey, if you all want to do an individual T-splice, you, you all could do that. 
and we passed that. Mm-hmm. And T-SPLOT stands for transportation. Mm-hmm. So, and, and we're, we're looking at allocating how, how much money off, off of that one? Uh, 52 million. Right. So, yeah. yeah, you can it's use good. from T-SPLOT yeah. to help with some projects in your district. And, 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 and I think all of us know we have that at a... Right, so, a so, so what I'm saying is yeah. also if... We haven't always had that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I understand, you know, like I said, I'm just making sure that the people that I represent knowing that I'm taking care of their issues, I'm bringing it to the forefront, I'm addressing it with us so that we'll know that we have an issue in my district or the, the residents mm-hmm. are wanting more priority put on something that's affecting their quality of life versus you know, legacy yeah. building and et cetera, and mm-hmm. feeling wish lists, mm-hmm. you know, why not let's take care of what, the low hanging fruit that we got mm-hmm. before we move further with newer projects. Mm-hmm. So, so, so what, what I'm saying is, is there, can we do like a feasibility study to see if it's cost efficient for us to, to buy our own equipment and hire some people to do it? Yeah, Commissioner Frazier, right now you wouldn't find crews to do that because they're being hired up by the few private companies that are out there. And then you run into the problem that costs you so much too of obtaining materials because right now they're apportioning granted out to those standard companies that have done the work for 20 plus years. Uh, they're not selling any granite in, you know, Tarly, it, it would be impossible mm-hmm. to stand up a paving mm-hmm. crew for Liberty mm-hmm. County. Im- impossible before, yeah. but definitely impossible in the economic Something situation. has to be possible. Yeah. I mean, that would be a big cost. That would be uh, humongous. I, I mean, you, you couldn't find worse people to work the and, machines. EMS. And, and, and I get it. So let, let's cross that off the list. So, so, so what's next? I mean, I'm, I'm serious. We will There's always. There's money in T-SPLOS to help with projects. If you get them together, Commissioner. <laughs> I think if you get some. And we will always have some dirt roads in the county. Uh, I think I told you all from the um, HCCG in Savannah, uh, he's sitting right over here at table with <laughs> Mr. Mosley. His commissioner spoke up. That county has over 100 miles of dirt roads. You know? so, so based on funding and, 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 uh, and but Mr. Commissioner Jones, I applaud you. Speak up for your district. So you can go back and tell him you did bring it to uh, our attention, no doubt about that. You did your, you did your part. But the issue is still going to wind down to funding. But Commissioner Walden makes a very good point. Identify, you know, prioritize now, but you identify a road and ask us to help you, and we'll help you as best we can. Beyond that, then we can revisit, if the commissioner desires, how we divide the funds. You know, if the commission wants to do that, I have no issue with doing that. We did make some um, change in the T-SPLOS. I don't remember that correctly. We gave a couple of districts a little more. Uh, yes, that's right. With T-spots, I mean, we did do that. Right. We'd we'll be glad to help you, yeah. Commissioner well, Jones. I, Mr. Gillard, he, he, he come grab me, and we went. I mean, the very first thing he did was pave Spencer Golden Road. Back then, it was Castles Road, but he paved it and then gave it to Mary. Now you got it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going I'm to get the stats from But, but uh, Mr. Chairman, I, I, I think um, we, we kind of came to this point um, at the last time we talked about this, but we, we, I think we kind of winded up in saying that, um, you know, you got X amount of dollars and everybody 
one hand washes the other. Mm -hmm. Everybody try to help the other commissioners. Um, I, th I think all of us here have reached out, maybe not on a road project, because that wasn't what we were talking about, but, um, but we did, everybody did pitch in mm -hmm. to do something somewhere. Okay, so um, let's say if, if all the money was, if it was just divided into two districts, it would still take, um, you know, the consensus of the board mm -hmm. to go forward with that. Now, I, I think at the last meeting, I, I, I think I sent the email, it might have been the meeting before that, and I said, hey, um, I know roads are an issue, and um, if y'all could just give me your top road, you know, because for the first time since I've been up here, um, I don't have any um, area that's unincorporated Liberty County. I, I got parts of three cities, um, Walthyville, which has their own money, Allenhurst, which has their own money, and Hinesville. Now, I, I was Homestown before the, the lines changed. So I said, you know, if we split it evenly, the money that I had for dirt roads, which was Homestown, I'm willing to help anybody do anything. You, you know, and, and I still am. I mean, because I've done that even when I had Homestown. I've, uh, distributed money um, where, where we needed. Once people came up and they, they had a project and, and we all agreed it was a good project and we worked to do it. Uh, you know, we only got um, X amount of dollars and if we decided right now that we want to spend it all over here with my friend um, Commissioner Jones, then, then we do that. But that still leaves something that, um, that's going to go undone. Um, so, I mean, I'm, and I'm still, you, I don't know what if we decide how we're going to distribute the the district funds, and if all of us get the same thing, trust me, I'll help anybody as, as best I can. And Mr. Chairman, I understand also, and uh, thank Commissioner Gillett, because uh, he's reached out before with this conversation that he would do all that he could to help us, where he realized we need more for dirt roads. Um, and I understand one district is not any more important than the other. You know, we all in this together, so when we split that money evenly, that's the fair way to do it. Um, if I have some left over to spend with, you know, District 6, District 2, District 3, um, yeah, that's our, you know, what we can do to help each other. And I'm not looking for no more to come to my district just because I have more dirt roads, because just because he doesn't have any dirt roads, there's still a need for his constituents, and that's their money as well as it is right. my money for my constituents. So um, share, giving one district more than the other, I don't, you know, I don't look for that to happen. It's gracious to make the offer, but uh, my big um, issue, I guess, is with the priorities that you know, we spend the money on, you know. Uh, yeah, we got this uh, X amount of money for the unincorporated area that, um, but why isn't it more? You know, we saying uh, 6,807,000, why isn't it 20 million? You know, I understand, yeah, it's allocated mm -hmm. elsewhere, mm -hmm. but that's because we've placed our priorities on these other projects other than maybe this one district or two districts that has nothing but dirt mm -hmm. roads, that's an issue. Mm -hmm. So um, it's just something food for thought. You know, I know we can't 
like uh, Commissioner, the chairman said, we'll have dirt roads from now on, but mm -hmm. I would like to see it more of a priority, uh, mainly because I guess it affects my district more than maybe some others. Um, we all in this together, so I'm not looking for no more than any other district, but I just feel that we could prioritize dirt roads more. We mm -hmm. even uh, talked about taking over the private roads because our vital services have to use these roads. The EMS, Sheriff Department, you know, going up and down these dirt roads, tearing up vehicles, you know, getting bogged down and stuff. So there's a need for good conditioned dirt roads because um, it's not only for those residents, you know, the fire truck may have to go down them, the EMS uh, might have to go down them, and if they can't get to these residents' house burning down because the road is all beat up and potholes in it, mm -hmm. then we failed our constituents. So I just want to bring it up, let it, everyone know that it is an issue in District 4 if it's not in any other district. Thank you. Yeah. Mr. Chairman, I did have another question. Joey, this, this list here from Justice Center uh, debt service, which, you know, that goes away with this, um, after this round in 2030, uh, for, but from Justice Center debt service to program management, this, this list is compiled um, from, you know, that, 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 that we put together or for the stakeholders put together? Yeah, let's actually, actually, you know, if you remember, it's an initial list that, that we brought to the board first before mm -hmm. we ever went to the stakeholders. Right, okay. So the okay. commission looked at those proposed projects mm -hmm. and then, then we went and met And we the took it to them. Right. Okay. And they and, didn't kick on it? Well, and, um, and we may have um, had an answer to this before, but the program management, what, 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 what is that? That's 2.7. What's money that actually comes back to the county into your budget for operating all these programs? For in, into, the, into, the, into the finance budget? Well, into the general fund. Our general fund. So, so into the general fund? Yes, sir. So, you know, in the current tax, it actually is shown as a, as a revenue in on your current budget from sales tax six. So it helps to alleviate mm -hmm. the need to raise additional revenue from yeah. other sources. Okay. It's, it's income. Joey. Mm -hmm. Mr. Chairman. Sure. Well, no, I, I, was, I was just saying, I, I was just looking. Um, now, you know, we got percentages, mm -hmm. and, you know, we could – 69 is the 69 million is the, the projection mm -hmm. and we could play with the percentages to put more money you know just about anywhere yeah uh, and but we're hoping we will collect more but right right but but, but let you know let's go with the 69 and if um if there was um less of a percentages and and we move those right. up to put more money into roads I, I don't know um how much more would we need you know so maybe if 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 we knew um say commissioner jones um what 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 you wanted to do from this round and we had a, an estimate you know can we move something to give you that that amount of money you you, you see what i'm saying now now that that would take uh, money away from from some of this other stuff but at least you know, um, I, I know you got a lot of roads. I know Commissioner Stevens has a lot of dirt roads. Commissioner Thrift would be um, the the next um, commissioner um, that that would probably have a lot. And if it was, you know, maybe if um, if y'all had like two 
out of the 10, or in your case, Commissioner Jones, the 10 roads, your top two, what would it take to pave those top two? And then maybe we could work toward doing something like that. Other than that, we will always just get um, a few dollars to do little of nothing. And then when this round ends, we still got the same things and the same concerns. But at don't least for, if, if we can. But you're right, but don't forget we got T's plus. Yeah, I've been adding mine up over here. And, and Mr. Jones, um, of course, you, in your area down there where, where you're at, you cover from the railroad track all the way to, you go to Sunbury now? And you've got, you'll have people that you'll find this dirt road, there'd be one person on it says, I want it paved, and everybody else says no. Mm -hmm. But, um, I mean, that, I've got one. It's always been that way. Yeah. Just the old Himes, the old Himes Road, I just inherited it. Mm -hmm. It goes all the way into the reservation. It's nearly two and a half miles of nothing mm -hmm. but straight dirt road. Mm -hmm. But... The, the thing is, why do you want to pave it right now? Because when they're cutting timber on Fort Stewart, they're tearing it up. When they leave out, they're going to tear it up, and that's going to be our road. That's the same thing into the trail subdivision. Commissioner Gillard and I went in there, and that when I guess it was, um, that's your, your area too. Or is that in trails? Trails is yours, isn't it? Trails is mine. And that road was fixed, and then when they cut a hundred acres of timber, they brought it out right there, and they tore the road up. Well, it was already in bad shape now. Yeah. Oh well, I know it was in bad shape from the get go. The the thing is, that's one thing you really got to look at. You've got to look at also the fact is right now you want to you want to do something and I understand that you got to go pick that one road that you can do uh, whether it's you know a quarter of a mile long that's got five or six houses on it and make sure the right of way is there and get it but that's one thing that I've seen that we just didn't until when Joey sometime back in the, I guess 96 we started getting making the right-of-ways wide enough that you could go in there and pave them. I mean, Tyson Road right now, Trent's group was in there looking at the water. There's not enough right-of-way in there. <clears throat> so you got a bunch of issues that's out there, but I would say, let's, uh, I mean, it can be three, four of us or whatever. We can all meet down there and look and see what you got. And, I mean, yeah, and, you, you don't learn it overnight, I can tell you, you, you know, but I'll be glad to, to work with you on it. Uh, and I know Commissioner Stevens, he's, yeah. he's still paving dirt roads, I think. He said he's still paving them, but no, I don't I'm know. Out of money, so I can't Did you see any down there, Gary, when we was there the last time? I didn't see him. I don't okay. know. I don't know where he was. And I heard what Commissioner Gillett say, which is a good call, how much. I mean, a good rule of thumb is, what, just splash six, splash seven, we're looking at it, what, six years, Mr. Brown? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. If you have an intergovernmental contract with the city, otherwise it's five. Now, we're not talking about T-splash, we're talking about regular splash. Mm -hmm. okay? 
commissioner with dirt roads, regardless of who it is, should at least be able to pave two to two and a half miles of dirt roads out of each splash. Out of each splash or T-splash or connected? Splash. Not T-splash. I mean, all right. T-splash, now. I'm I'm just getting clarification. So 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 so, so, so you, you want three million for for each commissioner who has a dirt road on splice, and then what at least a million dollars on 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 T splice. So four million dollars. That's right. Because at least eventually you would cut them down. Now, Mr. Brown, where you got the justice center when that's paid off, we don't know who's going to be around. Do you see as of right now? where this money could be applied to roads. Yes, sir, it could be. I mean, the beauty of it, it could be applied to anything that's on the ballot, so absolutely. I'm talking about once it's paid off. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's totally up, totally up to y'all. It is. Absolutely. So, so 2.5 miles of road, you're looking at about maybe by that time, <laughs> probably about 2.8, 2.9 million. Yeah. Who knows? To do that amount of roads. Now, that's not counting resurfacing, just like the Bill Carter Road. That's right. I'm out of money, but the road, each time it rains, Clinton has to go back and go get a truckload of uh, asphalt put in the holes, and it's a main road almost now. So at least 2.5 miles of road out of each, each splash for commissioners that has roads. That'd be about three million. You, you see, for for every commissioner that has dirt roads, I, oh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, now if you if you just talking about dirt road and not the total number of dirt roads, I mean, I I said that I, I didn't have any unincorporated, but it's in my. But you part got resurfaced. Well, you, you, well, but in my part of Hinesville, you got resurfaced roads. But I got dirt roads over there too. Okay, same thing. That, that, same that, thing that, applies for that, all that, that nobody lives on, but but they still dirt. Well, and like I say, if they wanted paved, then that's that would be that commissioner's decision. Right, but but I, I don't think that for the one or two dirt roads that, that I have in the city of Hinesville that may total less than a half a mile. Mm -hmm. I don't think I should get the, whatever you were saying, $4 million. For well, that. And, I, and, and that's just a figure, that's just something coming from me who has dirt roads, and that's just me, you know, just throwing it out there. But we all can sit down and look at it again. Okay. <clears throat> I, uh, you know, I, I was setting him a shepherd, and then the, we could we could move on. I, I don't know. Um, guess I don't know how I did it, but I know I I helped fund a sidewalk project from Glen Bryant Road clean through my and Connie's district on Shaw Road. Right. Uh, did Spencer Golden? Did Turning Point? Did Melvin Lane? Did a drainage project, a major drainage project for the city of Hinesville from Wellborn Street down to Main Street and uh, Jack Carter Park, and, and then tuck some money and help my friends that's on the commission. Now, and and I'm thinking that that was with the same amount of money everybody else had. Yeah. Well, well taken. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, let me say this to Commissioner Jones, too. I mean, when, and, and I'll just, I'll be finished after this, but when, when Commissioner Stevens, uh, not Stevens, Frazier first got on, he and I rode around, and we went straight up the street from where he lived and did a drainage project right there, right then and there with the money that he had. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, so, you, I mean, you got it. You, 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 um, 
you just get your project and, and, and you move with it. Mm -hmm. Or you can set back and say, well, um, I ain't got enough money uh, to, to do it. Well, if you don't, and that's what you want, then you come back to your friends on the commission and some kind of way we, we help get it. I mean, I, my office still stands from a month ago. If y'all got something that you want to do, I'll, I'll work with you to try to help, mm -hmm. help you with, with what I got. And that's for all of us up here. Mm -hmm. And, and, and we have done that. We have done that time and time again. You just, um, and I think I said that then and I'll say it again for the, hopefully the last time, there's been a lot of sales tax money and projects on the other side of the railroad track. A whole lot of them. And that, that, that's, that's as well. That's been, that's been put there. A whole lot of them. Yeah. And, and then mm -hmm. somebody hammering nails down there right now. I was down that way today. It wasn't hammering nails, but it's a bunch of construction going on at, um, Miller Park, we had Gill Park. I mean, mm -hmm. now, these are not dirt roads, but, but for whatever reason, we, the roads are still there, but we decided that let's do this instead. And when you do that instead, the road is still dirt. Mm -hmm. yep, the road is still dirt, but like I said, all of that's county project. Right. Re regards yeah, yeah, yeah. to where it's at in the county, it's still exactly. county project. Exactly, exactly. And, and I mean, we have to be creative some kind of way. Yep, you do. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna close it out. Then if you're gonna okay, all right, we're ready. I thought he's. Oh yeah. No, what uh, I want to say. I, I, I appreciate it, uh, uh, Mr. Chair and, and my fellow commissioners. Uh, this is this is the this, the second uh, opportunity I've I've had since being on the commission to to work on on, on projects. I, I remember uh, the first time when it failed. And then we had to be without uh, Splice for an entire year. It, w it was very difficult for for not just us as, as a commission, but the other municipalities as well. Uh, then we put it back up. And uh, we decided then that we were going to pay a little bit more of the debt service off, uh, which... Uh, some of us agreed with that and some of us didn't, but at the end of the day, we, we moved forward and it passed. Uh, even then, we had discussions about having some, some type of event center, family entertainment center here in Liberty County uh, to help with quality of life. And in my opinion, everything on this, on this list helps improve the quality of life from the, from the public safety standpoint to to uh, the infrastructure standpoint, which I'm, I've always supported as well. Uh, and even some of the other buildings that, that are out of date that's under, under the county. But what I can say as a commissioner, also as a citizen of Liberty County, and also as a parent, that the quality of life for my generation isn't just dirt roads, and it's not just sidewalks, which all that is important. And, and the point that I'm making, I think we could do all of it. But also, we also have to, we, we're sitting here complaining about we're not having enough money when we're literally allowing money to leave outside of Liberty County. And just real quick, I, I just want to run some numbers by you all real quick. Bullock County, 22.8%. Lone County, 43.84%. Bryan County, 45.94%. Camden County, 
Effingham County, 34.3%. Chatham County, 9.1%. Liberty County, 1.84. You know those numbers I'm, I'm giving out? That's census. That's the increase in population with all these counties around us. And that's showing something. People are moving. And I'm not going to disagree and say people aren't moving to Liberty County. Yeah. But people are, we, we could say that, but numbers don't lie. People are moving Richmond Hill, Bryan County, Bullock County, who has a water park that they created under their sales tax. That's a spots project, by the way. We, I think we probably all should go take a visit of that. That's a sales tax project, splashing the borough. Clayton County just did one as well. They just opened up under the sales tax. And guess who else have one? DeKalb County. So the only thing I'm saying is all these projects are important, but we need to make sure that we do focus on the quality of life and expanding some type of family entertainment center in Liberty County because they're going somewhere. <clears throat> I go somewhere every weekend because <coughs> if, if, if I want to take my kids laser tag, where do I have to go? Pooler. Which... 20 years ago, you didn't even know where Pooler, Georgia was. Who, who went to Pooler 20 years ago? Exactly. Now, who goes to Pooler now? Everyone. You know why? Follow your life. Absolutely. So for us to not focus on that as well, I, 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 I want to I see our, our population increase instead of staying where it's at. And I understand people are moving here, but those numbers are saying the same amount of people that's moving here, somebody's leaving. So let's focus on the entire quality of life from infrastructure to education, economic development, and also more family entertainment. That's the only thing I'm maxing. Appreciate it. Thank you. I've been saying that for 10 years, I think. Commissioner Jones, I want something you said. Um, People are calling you, of course, you have not, you're new to the position, we realize that. There's no way so you can answer for those <laughs> requests that are 10 years old, 15 years old. You know, there's no way you can answer for that. Even at that time, the county was certainly not nearly um, as well financed as the way it is now. There was no splos. You know, how old is splos, Joey? Uh, uh, my point is, even the splots now, the proceeds are much more than they would have been 15 years ago, where, where people were. Uh, in fact, if I'm not mistaken, Commissioner Wall, you all were paving, the little bit of paving you were doing, you're doing a general fund whenever you could do it, am I right? Well, we had money, and then the state would, at that particular time, they would buy the right of way, but they required us to have 80 foot, didn't they, Joy? Mm -hmm. So, you know, they were saying, this is what we're going to contribute, 80 foot. Well, the money that they gave you, you were still, you had the 80 foot right away, but you still couldn't afford to pave the road. Yeah. So that's why you've got a lot of streets out here. The other thing was zoning and some of your subdivision regulations. They didn't have to have those streets paved. And, and now... We've got something in place, uh, some meat that says, if you're going to do it, then this is what you've got to come up with, a road that's got to have not a clay base, 
It's got to have aggregate. It's got to be so many inches thick. You've got to have so much drainage, retention ponds and things like that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I know I've been down there with Pat and seen the places. I mean, we talked about Phillipsville Road. Well, Phillipsville Road has flooded since I've been 13 years old going down there to hunt. But I just, I know that you can pave that road, but whatever's uphill coming through from the loop road is going to come across it. So, you know, that's things you really got to, to um, assess um, and look at. And you're right, Mr. Chairman, it was uh, back then. A little different. You could pave a road $500,000, but getting $500,000 was a, was a big issue. We're in much better shape now. Um, and we won't get there overnight, no doubt about it. And, and, and I, don't, I know some of your roads, like in other districts, uh, uh, or in very rural areas where some people aren't even asking for paving roads, you know, but, but kind of like Commissioner Giller said, for those who, uh, for those that you prioritize, just bring those forward. And then let's, let's collaborate together and try to, try to get those done. Can't get them all, but we do what we can. We do what we can. I think that's the best method that we have right now available to us. Uh, once again, we do have T-SPLOS uh, that's going to help us out. We didn't have that before. So we still get some LMIG. We get LMIG money. T-SPLOS. Just prioritizing, you know. Uh, but for your constituents, it's going to be an education. <laughs> A 15-year-old request. At that time, it was a whole different world when it came to how those kind of things were done. And Mr. Chairman, thank you for your input. Um, and I was going to come around to that. Most of it, I guess, is education. Mm -hmm. You know, where the constituents know, okay, ain't but so money, much money in the pot. Mm -hmm. uh, vital stuff that we must do, things that we must fund. And I guess uh, certain projects are on the back burner and we have to spend what's left. And I try to explain it as such, you know, um, if the money's not there, we can't do it. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I said, a lot of them saying, well, the priorities, because I mm -hmm. hear things about, well, y'all spend it on this, spend it on that, spend it on this bill, we'll be doing what we think is best for the county. Mm -hmm. So it's not that we're wasting money, the no. priorities, no. Uh, what we agreed upon to move the county forward, and mm -hmm. some things will come last yeah. or do without. Yeah. So I'm trying to educate along the lines and also making sure that their voices and concerns are heard. Um, I know we can't wave a magic wand and pave all my dirt roads overnight or maybe not even in the six years of this hopefully next spielage that we uh, pass or get passed. But um, I'm communicating with them and educating them at the same time, but I, at least they know that their concerns are being exactly. heard. Exactly. Please do so. Please do so. I, I look at this list. Even the, uh, the Justice Center is going to rotate off in this round, uh, and we hope nothing else comes up, <laughs> you know, so we can devote those, those funds to road paving. But at that time, we don't know. Whoever's sitting here, they may have to deal with whatever that comes up, you know. Can we take the the portion of sales tax and just for food for thought? Um, and I've, I've 
just made a trip the other day and I w was watching contractor that got six dirt roads. He, they bid six dirt roads for him to pay. And what he did was he went in there and he graded them, put the base down, and he's paving them. Now, all six of them, which is a pretty good sum of money, it's going to run probably close to $10 million. But if you could go in that, you know, we're doing one at a time a lot. Uh, if we could identify six roads, maybe in the close proximity and then have the money in an account at the bank to where we can, I mean, you know, we may not have six million. We may have to wait to do that. Uh, I, I don't know, Mr. Chairman, I think that would be an opportunity there to try to, sure. to, um, oh, being innovative. Yeah. Well, being I mean, I understand what be a, Mr. Jones is saying. A, a revenue generating project to, to generate more money. That's that's being innovative. All right, All I'm, right. I, I don't. That's that's being innovative. All right, I think you're talking about on the in any way in any well, way. Right, just, but just, I, you've got a you've got a recreation board. If they thought there was some idea, they would have already come up that with it. That, that's that's not necessarily true because because I mean you 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 can look at it plenty of ways. I mean you know a lot of people thought Amazon was was crazy whenever they were selling books online and then they spread out and started selling bikes and now he's the richest guy in the world. That's being innovative. Yeah. Yeah. But right. Thank you. But what he I mean it worked in Statesboro. Yeah. But what he's talking about he's working in Clayton County. He's working in the county. Came to the road paving things. I, I get it, yeah. but still what yeah. I'm saying is yeah. let's try to let's yeah. let's talk about creating more money. Yes, sir. That's the only thing I'm saying. When I have a hundred people that come tells me that's what they want <laughs> Well, well, check my Facebook. All you have to do is go to my Facebook. I, I have I have fifteen hundred people that's saying right, that that it right, needs to be done. Right. Ever since twenty fifteen, right. I, I I send you a screenshot of it. I don't I don't right. do Facebook. All right, well, All right so Mr. I send you a screenshot. Negative stuff on that. Yeah. Call to order. Call I send, to order. I send you a screenshot. Call to order, so, so you can see it. Uh, Mr. Brown, so what do you need? So the other thing is, um, I've attached on the back to the calendar that we've got to adhere to yes, sir. Um, as far as dates and deadlines. So right now the intergovernmental agreement is in draft form and once we have that uh, by June 13th from the attorney, uh, we'll distribute that to the commission and to the cities. Uh, the cities, we're already on their agendas. Uh, their city, the cities will need and all the bodies will need to adopt the intergovernmental agreement um, in the month of July and on July 21st the commission will actually call for the election to be held. That's the absolute last date you can do that. And then I've also put in there uh, the official kickoff as far as um, promotion activities will be September 13th at the PTP. Early voting will start on the 17th and then the elections on the 8th. So it all kind of backs up from the 8th as far as legal requirements uh, on, on this calendar. Okay. okay. All, right. all right. Thank you, Joy. Thank you, sir. Administrative report. Uh, just a couple of things. Uh, one is that Liberty County uh, annual presentation on the PTP um, is actually scheduled for in my calendar. June 23rd, the state of the county address there. Uh, the deadline RSVP is on the 17th. So uh, I think we've already gotten some back, but for those commissioners. Y'all try to come. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. 23rd. Um, 
23rd is actually the date of the well, no, PTP luncheon. PTP talk luncheon. about the county. On a Thursday. And, and the other thing, uh, Mr. Chairman, uh, you had mentioned that we wanted to talk about was a possibility of uh, uh, start participating with an ACO uh, convention and doing some stuff there. So Commissioner Jones uh, asked about that, so, um, so I said let's let's bring it back up. Uh, no, I don't think any of us had gone, and I've never gone. Uh, in a while. So, Actually, the president is from Georgia, yeah. from DeKalb County. And that's yeah. what sparked my interest showing up well, more about it. The uh, president of NACO now is from Georgia and had some conversations with him, and he tried to impress upon me the importance of, well, just we're talking about the convention this mm -hmm. year, and I met uh, one of the other commissioners that came down from Colorado to uh, be at the convention in Savannah the other day, and we spoke at length, and they were trying to say the resources that we have available and networking with other commissioners, not only from Georgia, but the United States. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we could see how others do it. Just, I feel it is a learning process, and me, you know, I guess being a little further behind the curve than most of us are about how things work, how things go that I wanted to take advantage of every opportunity that I got to learn more, the more I know, the more I can do to help. So um, I just felt that it was something that we should think about because of what it offers, mm -hmm. not so much just the entertainment part of going somewhere just to be somewhere, but what it actually offers and um, give us more tools in our pouch to use to help further mm -hmm. the county. Okay. We are still members, right, of NACO? Okay. All right. Uh, what we have to do is, um, what I suggest, uh, um, and we can do it different ways. So we can, you know, we can, we can obli not obligate, what's the word, uh, allow for one person to go, two people to go, based on, you know, whether the budget allows. <clears throat> I'm not sure what, we hadn't done any funding for travel for, that kind of thing. No, sir, the yeah. annual, in fact, the annual cost for this year uh, without any flight, hotel, and, <laughs> and without any extras, mm -hmm. uh, just to get there for uh, one person and spouse potentially or whatever is about, 30, is right at $3,500. Is it? Okay. I think that's why we decided, I didn't even know we were still members because I know at one time the membership fee was ex expensive. expensive. It is. To be a member, plus but a at that time we didn't have anyone that really wanted to travel mm -hmm. outside. Mm -hmm. But but that, doesn't our membership with NACO helps out our membership with ACCG as well, mm -hmm. percentage-wise? Really. Normally it don't. If you're Association National or... I think, I think ACCG did mention something about us. We're a member of ACCG that it has some tie-in with NACO. But our representation sure with NACO. No. Oh, I don't know about representation. I thought you were talking about like with funding or something, but oh yeah, I'm, I'm not as it far just, as yeah. I, I, I might be wrong. Right. Let's but see what the digest does and what we can work out. Let's wait until that time to. Okay. And, and that other, the, the annual convention this year is in July, so the drop dead date for that. So you'd be looking at really next July. Yeah. Okay. Which would be the time to give you time to look All at right. it, decide how many want to go. In fact, give us a chance to do the budget okay. and maybe more than one go. You know All right. 
I, I wouldn't be able to go to, I'm going up there to that water park and uh, <laughs> to check it out. Don't get, get back on to check it out. All right. That's it, sir. Yeah. But I have one question, Joey, um, Mr. Chairman. Uh, I had a, a call, um, and I know that we, we normally um, get um, Mr. Floyd to, to run the summer lunch program. We, we're not doing that this year? Well, no, if you remember um, what happened starting last year, as a matter of fact, is we couldn't find a sponsor to fix the deal. Okay. In a lot of cases, that's done uh, by the Board of Education. What we ended up having to do last year was contact um, Second Harvest Food Bank, mm -hmm. and they do it based on demand. Okay. And so we can reach out to them again, but there's simply nobody. Coastal Georgia used to do it for us, and then they just, the last year they did it two years ago, we had to really beg them to do it the last year. Okay, so so right, right now we just... There's, there's no, yes, sir, there's no provider yeah. for the food. Okay. I remember Bob got frustrated with trying to find somebody to, to do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we might be able to go back at it, I hope, yeah. next year, yeah. once we open up the facility. That's true. Right. Okay. That's true. But I think I read that Second Harvest does two sites. In Hinesville? Yeah. I mean, in Liberty County? In Liberty County, they do just two. Yeah. I forgot I, where I know they we, were now. When Mr. Floyd did it, we had... It was eight and nine. Like every nine. every all yeah, over Hines. Right. It was yeah, all over about every yeah. every government housing yeah. project and yeah. several other places, the library. Yeah. 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 Even and, a, excuse me, even a Coastal Health Care Alliance this lady was asking for on behalf of military children because they were looking for a place for to provide them summer lunches too. Okay. Yeah. Right, no, sorry, I remember I, she, there was just two places in the county. I forget now what YMCA was one. Coming mm -hmm. back to me now, I forgot the other site, but it's real, real tight now. Yeah, I mean, I, I know my church did it. They did it at the library. They did it in Rain Tree. They did it at my church. Regency, yeah, Northgate. I mean, Bay uh -huh. Tree. I think the second harbor, second site is the library. I think it's the library. YMCA yeah. in the library. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. And I guess, and I had another question, Joy, um, for the runoff election, which is on the twenty-first. Is there going to be early voting for that? There will be. I don't have be. the exact date. I can get okay. it. I'll shoot that to you. Yeah, just, just send me a text or whatever, yes, and, and I can let the guy know. Yes, sir. Okay. okay. Uh, I told Ron that we would uh, put on the agenda to come and give us an update. Okay. We do that in the mid-month. Okay. That's all right with you. Okay. Yes, sir. And I'll, I'll talk to Ms. Roberts, too. And, and the other thing is appointments. So you amended your agenda to do the board of yeah, appointments. Yeah, so yeah, yeah we did that. that. And, he and just I'll, had to get his questions out of the way yeah, first. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I w and I was going to send you all my report by 9 o'clock, but I don't, I, don't, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Sorry. Not 9.30. It's been a while since we've been in here this long. June 13th through the 9.30. Okay. Uh, Countywide workshop, but then we'll let you do appointments. September, days, uh, um, has Maria sent information out to us all? She, yes, she did. For the countywide, so hope uh -huh. everybody's. She, she did, and I'll. Oh, we can get that to you again, too. All right. Okay. All right. Point, sir. Board appointments, uh, Mr. Chairman, uh, the committee, we, we did meet, um, not in person, but, you know, uh, communicated. And we have, uh, our selections are uh, unanimous mm -hmm. for, for the board appointments. And uh, the first one is the Hampo um, committee. And our recommendation is uh, for Julian Jones and Marcy Hamilton. That's the recommendation of the board. Okay. We had two positions open. Yes, sir. And I'm going to second the motion. Okay. Any further discussion on those two names for the Hample Advisory Board? Okay. There being none, all in favor, raise your right hand, please. Opposed? All right. They okay. are appointed. 
Next board was the CRCC, and um, unanimous um, selection was Richard Hayes and Shirley C. Frazier. Okay. I'll second that motion. Any further discussion? All in favor? Keep your hand down. <laughs> go ahead and make the. Um, I don't have no financial gain in that. Paul. <laughs> go ahead and make the comment that CRC, by virtue of the state legislature, may do some reorganization, but I'll know more tomorrow. Okay. On that, so let's not notify either one of those persons until we have that. Uh, yeah, with, with, you know, and if, if there's a change, just let us know, and, then, and we'll come back before we'll do the it, board and, and make that. Okay. Thank you, sir. Okay. The next one is uh, coastal workforce, and our um, unanimous selection was Fred Tucker. Uh, there's a motion to, for Mr. Fred Tucker for the Coastal Workforce. Well, I think he served there before, hadn't he? Don't I remember that name? I don't have my um, right. applications in front of me, right. but um, he, he was the only one that, yeah, that, right. that applied. Then, so. then, uh, Chair, take the motion in a second then. So moved, Mr. Chairman. Second. 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 Then. Fred Tucker, Coastal Workforce Board. Any further discussion? Uh, all in favor, raise your hands. Show of hands, please. All right, Mr. Tucker is appointed. Okay. Uh, Next one is the coastal, uh, cultural and historic resources. Um, and uh, it's the same, uh, just the current committee, and all of them wanted to be reappointed. Mm -hmm. And that's Lynn Pace, Jeffrey Porter, LaSylvia Lovett, Jason Baker, Phil Odom, and Natalie Hines. Okay. Mr. Chairman, I take the, as a, the whole board be reappointed if nobody had a problem with it. Okay. As name, is there a second to that motion? Second motion. Motion and second that we retain the same uh, board members for the circle culture. <clears throat> Any further discussion? All in favor, show of hands, please. All right, they are reappointed. Next is defects and um, by unanimous decision, Brittany Carter Frazier. All right, somebody's going to abstain. All right. Is there a motion? So moved, Mr. Chair. Second. 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 Okay. Further discussion? All in favor? One abstention for obvious reasons. Yeah. You're in trouble now. <laughs> okay. Next is Georgia Forestry and uh, by unanimous selection, uh, Mike Mick Mixon. Okay, Mr. Mike Mixon for Georgia Forestry Board. Chair and Taylor motion to abstain. So moved, Mr. Chair. Is there a second? Seconds here and for discussion. All in favor, show of hands, please. Thank you. Library board, Mr. Chairman, the uh, um, unanimous selection is Jack Graves. Oh, Mr. Graves, I know him. Yep, I know Jack. He's all over the community. Mm -hmm. Chair and take the motion. Good move. Second? Second. Your second, we have Mr. Jack Graves points to the library board. Any further discussion? All in favor, show of hands, please. Those opposed? All right, Mr. Graves is supported. Mr. Chairman, I'm going to use the acronym if I typed it right, but it's M-C-U-D-A. What, what does that stand for? Oh, you know? Middle Coastal Unified Development Authority. That's the one I'm talking about. That's <laughs> why. Yeah, um, and our recommendation is Carmen Cole by unanimous selection. Okay. So moved, Mr. Chairman. Second? Second. Okay, any further discussion? All in favor, show of hands, please. All right, Ms. Common Cole is appointed, reappointed. Public facilities, uh, Mr. Chairman, uh, unanimous selection is LaSira Lovett. LaSira Lovett for the Public Facilities Authority. You do a good job for us. The chair, and take a motion to that effect. So moved, Mr. Chairman. You got a second to that motion? Second the motion. The committee has a motion and a second. Mrs. Lovett, sir, on that facility authority. All in favor, show of hands, please. 
And last, Mr. Chairman, certainly not least, is the Recreation Board, and these are district appointments. Um, I know Dwayne Johnson is is uh, District 5, and I think Tom Sarkatana is um, whatever district that is, and Brett McCorkle. Two. He's in 2? Wasn't Tom 2? 2. And okay. Brett's mine. <laughs> well, our recommendation is for uh, Dwayne Johnson, Tom Sarkatana, and Brett McCorkle to be reappointed to the rec board by unanimous um, selection. Okay. Make a motion, Mr. Chairman, that we approve them. Second. 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 Right. Commissioners, you've heard the motion. Does represent your district. Uh, yes, no sir. further discussion? I, 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 didn't, I didn't know I had an opportunity to, to uh, look at my recreation uh, representative. You got an opportunity now. You, yeah. You oppose. Um, you could vote against it. Not, but but the, the point that I'm making, I, I didn't know. But it's it's fine. That that it was up for reappointment. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, we could hold off on it if you wanna. Whatever you wanna do. It's, it's fine. All in favor? We Show hands. Okay. All right. And I'd just like to say to um, board members on your on on, on your right. On, on your Don't right, if, if and, see, um, and, and, and that's what I'm saying. I didn't want to mess up y'all flow. Okay. <laughs> that's right. You had the flow that. But for for the, for the ones on your right, if y'all got some that y'all need to point, just pass them on down. <laughs> knock, we'll knock them out for you tonight. <laughs> knock them out for you tonight. All right, that's all for the good of the order. Now get you out of here before nine o'clock. So move. Second. Second. All in favor. Right. Sure, sure. Enjoy, enjoy my enjoy budget. Sure. Email. We'll be here by nine thirty. <laughs>